0: You know how fast you were going? What? How fast? Oh, you were going. I don't know. Ten. Ten. Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted a not turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles podcast, I'm your host, always, the Iceman We're in MCC Studios, the clubhouse. We have a guest. I'm going to introduce them. I call her. That's right, I said her. It's going to be a female. I call her the crazy cat lady. So let's get her going. They call her the cat lady. People say she's crazy just because
1: she has a few dozen cats. But can anyone who loves animals that much really be crazy?
0: So let's get her going here. She does own, I think, I don't know. 100, 200 cats or something?
1: Let's get it right. I only have half a dozen cats at this moment.
0: So Half a dozen cats. So she's only half the crazy cat lady at this time.
1: Look, I can admit I'm crazy. People that are crazy don't really know they're crazy. So if you know, admit yourself crazy, then you just fucked up. (laughs) I mean, really, honestly. I mean, so.
0: She has some uh, experience in law enforcement. She worked as, a, I believe, an investigator at yes, the DA's office at the time. Yes, she correct. Uh, used to register some sex offenders and some stuff like that.
1: Mostly domestic violence That's what I dealt with.
0: Uh, the fun stuff.
1: Yes, the real crazy people. Or so I thought before I got my own divorce. And now I kind of understand it. But anyhow, <laughs> we won't get there.
0: <laughs> well, she has cats now. Yeah. And I um, think one dog.
1: Yeah, that pain in the ass. Yes, one dog.
0: She's you have no goats, pigs or
1: no, but I camels? mean I love all animals the same.
0: Okay, camels. I want a camel.
1: I don't have a camel. I want a camel. I think they're mean and they spit.
0: No, they don't.
1: Well, I mean I wouldn't
0: pet a camel. I want a camel. I want my own I want my I want to call them Humper McHumperson for my own hump day camel. They're just like it's like a tall tall fucking cow. I keep explaining that to the wife.
1: What the it's hell are you gonna a, do with that? What, what purpose would a camel have to serve? It's not cute and cuddly.
0: You can pet it. No, you can't. Yes, you can. And I ain't I getting have a, spit on. I have a video of myself, I will show you in a little while, petting the camel. That the famous camel that was on the international news that got his nutsack bit by that crazy woman. Oh God. Okay, I, I got a video of him he's not there no more i believe i think the place was sold and they got rid of the camel but i have a video of me and that camel together he was very friendly casper camel well i want my own camel it's just like a tall cow well why not you, you can, already
1: got them big dogs the big hounds. they like uh horses
0: right you can <laughs> ride a camel
1: oh god i don't want to hear whatever else you have plans
0: for this camel well i want to i want i want fainting goats now, those are cute, y'all. Those are really, no, yes, Bam, they are really Bam cute. Bam said I couldn't have a fainting goat because why? it seems mean because they pass out and they could fall down and hurt y'all, themselves.
1: I know. I feel ashamed of myself. I'm probably going to hell because we went to my uncle Adam and Oh, my God. They are so cute. They get stiff and they just fall over. But they are cute.
0: I don't want to, I want to scare the shit out of them. That's why want me to have them.
1: I know. I love animals. All right. People so- not so much, but, you know.
0: How long did you work as a DA investigator? 12 years. 12 years. So you got to have a whole bunch of, probably some funny, not so funny. Mm-hmm. I know you dealt with a lot of assholes and pedophiles, mm-hmm. people you didn't want to deal with. Yeah.
1: When I first finished college and I got my job as an investigator, I thought it was going to be like it was going to be on TV. You know, you're prim, you're proper, you go to people's house, you ask them questions. That is not how things are in the real world. In the parish that I worked at, um, the first experience that I had, I mean, I was quiet, calm, go to the people's house, don't don't use any kind of profane language. And well, very quickly, early on, I learned that is not how you talk to common people on the street because. They don't fucking understand you when you're talking to them and you go, hi, did you have an intimate relationship with these people? No, no, I never had any intimacy with them ever. You know, I met with this lady for at least four times. And we're six months into this going into the trial and we get to court that day and they're like, you know, let's just drop hers. Let's just drop his because she pushed him. He pushed her. They gave as good as they got. So I go up to her and I said, this is how we're going to handle this. And she said, dear Jesus, I can't even make this up. She said, well, what am I going to do about custody? Because I said, you just stay away from him and he going to stay away from you. And I said, custody of what? Are we talking about a dog? I mean, what? I mean, she's a big girl, and I'm not picking on big people, so nobody don't jump me down for think I'm fat shaming, but she was a big girl. And she said, she pointed to her stomach, she said, this baby. I said, well, who's the baby daddy? And she said, him. And I said, but you said y'all were not intimate, so this is not domestic. She said, we were not intimate. We were just fucking.
0: (laughs) Well, you got to be, like, technical about it
1: well after that I realized that I mean you cannot be all sweet and prim and proper and talk to these people they do not understand that so everybody after that I was like are y'all fucking what is the deal because that's how you had to talk to these people and I mean I'm not trying to put down on them but I mean they had no she had no idea that the word intimate what it meant she was just like oh my god so yeah that's the kind of people that I had to deal with Um, just crazy y'all crazy i mean like i said i i don't i don't know um
0: see i told everybody this is an educational podcast intimacy means fucking yes so for future reference
1: well, that was what we had to go by. You know, the, according to the law, that was the, that was a requirement. They had to have had sexual relations. But, I mean, I didn't think for a minute that this woman did not know what I was talking about. But, y'all, it would get so much better. I mean, you know, you knock on doors. It didn't matter what time, day, night, afternoon. They'd show up to the door half naked. I'd be like, can you go put some clothes on while we talk? Or, I mean, you know, whatever. I had one of them. I, sh- I drove up to the house damn y'all I swear some of this and there's a little old man sitting outside just you know and I I asked him do you know this lady he's like she lives over there y'all he must have been 102 and I'm not even exaggerating and I said okay well I'm gonna go knock on the door I need to talk to her about some stuff so I knock on the door she comes to the doorway all she's got on is a bra and panties I was like can you put some clothes on where we can talk well the defendant was there so I told him I said you don't want to talk to me because right now, you know, I'm not your friend. I'm not here. Whatever you say to me, I'm going to use against you. So It's probably best that you don't talk to me at all. You just gonna sit over there. So she comes outside. Still, the only clothes she put on was a T-shirt. Her damn drawers are still sticking out. We're on the main highway. People are driving by, looking at her. And she tells me, um, I said, you want to tell me what happened? And we were talking about that night. She said, well, I went to my sugar daddy. I said, you're you're what, hon? You're what? She said, my sugar daddy. You know, like we fuck for money. And I said, oh, God. I said, and and who might your sugar daddy be?
0: You got to pay the bills.
1: Well, she points to the old man, and I'm thinking, dear Jesus, he's one step away from death. What could this man do? Well, she said she went to her sugar daddy over there. The husband knew. He was the one that beat her up. Well, they was riding down the street. They saw this girl, and he thought she was kind of cute. They were going to pick her up. They were going to take her back, smoke some crack with the money that she got from the sugar daddy, and they was going to have a threesome. Well, that girl wasn't too keen on
0: the threesome.
1: threesome, So he decided he got mad he was going to beat her ass, and he did.
0: So she was sold crack for crack. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly to say, yes, yes.
0: And the threesome was a no-go. It's okay to pimp your old lady out, but she's not down for the threesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm telling you, not a tooth in their mouth. You know, and then but I'm an like. an old
0: man probably didn't have any either, so it's a match set there.
1: I mean, you know, when you show up in the, in the morning, I don't, gosh, I'm telling you these and I people. say
0: kudos to the 100-year-old man for being able to get his, his willie up. I just really have a hard
1: time believing that happened. I don't know what she did to him, but he paid her. And she said that was an arrangement that they had made. I was like, well, now.
0: <laughs> she'd been called a crack daddy and of sure, daddy.
1: Yeah. God. I, I mean, I've seen it all. I don't know whatever else I can tell you. I, there's nothing that I've been at people's houses where when they've invited me in, they had toilets that were where they sat at, at the table. Table. They didn't have chairs, so they had broke toilets. Um you name it, I've seen it.
0: I uh I've been to houses before where they had toilets but they didn't have water, so they just shit in a five gallon bucket in the bathroom and I guess it was somebody's turn that day on shit, dude. He got whoever got to empty the fucking bucket, but they had a toilet, didn't have water. I guess I don't know, they couldn't afford it or what was going on. I didn't ask. All I know is they had a, a five gallon bucket there that they were shitting in and pissing in, uh, and it's do Oh it God, was, I can nasty. only imagine.
1: Or you know how many times have they said, "Oh gosh, forgive me uh, if I'm a little shaken up right now while we're talking." I just got out of jail. Uh well, some of them had just gotten out of jail. Some of them had just gotten back out of the hospital because you know <laughs> they're you know this or that was you know their hepatitis was acting up or this or that or the other, but my gosh yeah,
0: hepatitis. yeah she hepatitis had a little, a little small
1: a little small hepatitis flare up but you know nothing to be worried about i was like oh dear god i'm a germaphobe and here i am sitting here talking to this woman and she's telling me and she used my pen which i was like girl you can keep that pen don't worry about that but i mean some of the nastiest places that i've been i went into these apartments and I'm standing in the doorway, and it was a pretty rough neighborhood, so I got one of my detective friends to ride along with me, and I just thought it was dark in the room. I didn't think she had any lighting in the house. I mean, heck, I've seen worse, and next thing you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, my God, this deputy, is he's up here, he's rubbing my back. I'm trying to talk to this woman. And I'm thinking, I am really going to whip his ass when we get out of here because is he feeling me up? What the hell is happening? So we go on and get out to the car, and I said, look, dude, I don't know what you're trying to do while I'm trying to work. And he said, look, I know you're going to be very upset. I know you're a germaphobe, but the room was not dark, darling. It was roaches. And they was jumping from the damn wall onto your back. He said, I was rubbing your back because I was swatting them off of you. And all I could think of was, dear God, I can't wait to rip these clothes off and get home and take a bath. I had to call them at work and say, y'all, i got to go home and take a bath. I can't handle this. I can't have no roach crawling on me. I don't know how people live like that.
0: Well, you know, it's bad when the the roaches aren't even scared of you. It's like, fuck.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, look, I mean, the, the walls were black in this house. I just, I was like, oh, my God, but it was roaches. How can you live like that? And then have a man beat you up on top of it. I'll be damned if I'm living in roaches and I haven't been beat up. I want pick one or the other, but we ain't going but both. I mean, that's crazy.
0: I was in a house one time. We got a call. It was on nights. It's in the northern end of the parish. It was a fairly big house, and we got in there, and I'm taking. I forget what the complaint was, but I'm in this house, and, and it, it's infested with. I mean, it's over, not. I can't even say infested. It was taken over by roaches. I'm not talking about the big outside roaches because we get them in, sometimes in the house, too. Cause
1: well, that's something that comes in the, and out. The, the, the big, the the big, ones the big that...
0: wood roaches. I'm talking about these yeah. little, the little house roaches. This mm. house, it was crawling with fucking roaches. I'm sitting there, and I keep moving my feet up and down, stepping on them because I don't want none of these fucking roaches to climb up my pants leg. So I, I, move my, I look like I'm walking in place, and like I said, they're just fucking roaches everywhere. They're climbing over the, all over the stove. Everywhere you looked... Shit was moving because it was roaches. And this lady looks at me and says, would you like something to drink? Are you thirsty? Uh, no, I'd rather lick the water out of a dead cow's ass before. Yeah. I fucking would have took water out of that. And I'm like, no, thank you. And I know how you feel. I'm not a germaphobe. But when I left out there, I, I did feel dirty the entire night. Oh God, yeah. I had a lady
1: one time She <laughs> handed me a cup And I was trying not to be rude But y'all The inside of that cup Was so damn dirty I think I'd have rather Let somebody pee in my mouth Before I drank out <laughs> That damn cup It was nasty And I was like This ain't gonna happen So I kind of acted Like I, I, I spilt it Because I didn't want To hurt the woman's feelings That's I was trying you're to be nice
0: you What's that? And you throw it over your shoulder
1: Jesus <laughs> I mean let me tell you they, when you know you drive up there, and they had like five shotguns on the front porch, and they just—I mean, it was like what was that old town? Was it not Mayberry? Huh?
0: No, May- Mayberry didn't have guns.
1: Well, what I'm trying to think, shit, I don't know. One of them old towns where they just country, crunchy, crunchy folk. And I can tell you y'all, the country folk, one particular parish, it's nothing. Re- it's real. Real rule out there, and um, like you can't even find shit with nine, nine, uh, the 911 system because they didn't have nothing numbered out there. You can drive around, and you know, that you go ask somebody for an address. Hey, do you know this person? Go up by old red man's house, they got a stump in the yard, it's about yay high. Take a left there, go on down here. I mean, that's how you get directions at where we were. So I go down there, and I mean, I mean, it's taken me about two hours to find this place, and I'm already frustrated and aggravated. So on my way back out, there's a big old stretch of the highway, and this poor little old man, y'all, he had a freaking cigarette and he threw it out the window. Well, he had hay in the back of his truck. Well, poor little thing, it kind of caught lit. So he thought he gonna speed up. That wind was gonna blow that damn the the, the fire out, y'all. He caught both sides. I had to call nine one one. He caught both sides of the interstate on fire, and his truck burned up. I mean, I didn't want to laugh. That I can <laughs> laugh about it now because y'all was but poor little thing. And he was so nervous when I stopped him. I was like, "What are you trying to do?" He thought the wind would blow the flames out. It blew the flames all right. Blew it up and down the highway. Burned up half the uh roadway.
0: That helps when you pay attention in science class there, children. I hope the guidance <laughs> new children listen to my podcast, but
1: Oh Jesus, the kids. Nope, today. the wind <laughs> <laughs> It was funny, y'all. It really was sad. Sad, sad, sad story.
0: Oh, that's one of- I know I know which parish you're talking about, and I, I don't even think Google. I think when you if you Google something over there, it's just a black spot because it's so rural. They, they are a parish even, of their own. It's not even mapped out because it's so just emptiness out it, there. It really
1: is. It really is. They are a parish of their own. That's all I can say. it's Ooh, Lord, I don't know, crazy people over there too.
0: I know in this parish that the inmates will. Walk out of the jail and go across the street and get themselves something yes, to drink. That's out the, the store parish that I am talking about. And walk back to the jail. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. They walk out all hours of the night, go walk down to the kitchen and fix themselves a sandwich and go back to their cell. And I'm like, Wow, I cannot even believe that this is good. I was on a
0: person the first time I had experienced that, I was on a personal motorcycle ride and I, think, I don't even know how I ended up over there. I was just riding through the woods, basically, on you know enjoying the weather, and I stopped at this store, and it happened to be that store, and I was like, fucking inmates in here, because they, they, they had inmate clothes on." I'm like, "The motherfucker's gonna escape to something?" And I just kind of sat back and I said, "Nope, they like they bought themselves a Dr Pepper and just walked back to jail with it." I was like, "Look at this fucking shit."
1: They, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. That parish is a parish of its own. They just kind of handle their own thing. Oh, my God. I guess
0: if it works, I mean... They, you very seldomly hear anyone escaping from there.
1: No. They, they, well, why would they want to? <laughs> Hell, they have lots made in the shade. Three meals a day, and they can go run, get them a snack right yep. across the street. They was probably watching, while we are working, probably over there watching uh, Netflix and everything else. They were,
0: they were watching Live PD before it was canceled. <laughs> Damn. Probably so. Hey, it's a commercial break. You run over to the, the, the store, give me some popcorn, microwave popcorn so. <laughs> Shit! Damn! Hurry up! I don't want to miss sticks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh-uh! Oh God!
0: So you've been wearing your mask?
1: Hell no! I don't. I no, and I ain't going to. I know I might be like a rebel. I, I just I. <laughs> Y'all, I'm telling you, it almost makes me want to become violent about the mask situation. I don't believe in them, and I am so tired of people shaming me and trying to make me the bad person because I don't want to wear the damn mask. I mean, they have literally gone out, and I had one lady tell me, I'm a bad damn citizen because I'm selfish that I don't want to wear the mask. The masks don't work, but you can't talk to none of these but, knotheads and make them listen.
0: So unfortunately, you don't have a wrath face like me, which you well, that's my resting asshole face, because well, I got my resting got, bitch face. Yeah, but I guess I'm more intimidating looking because I don't wear a mask unless you know I wanted to go to shop at Costco and Costco requires you wear a mask It's private business, so I put one on to go shop there because I had some shit I wanted to buy. But because that's their business and their rules, so I followed it because I wanted to go in their store. Uh, but. I lost my whole train of thought just now because I'm fucking old.
1: Well, that happens to me quite a bit. (laughs) But let me tell you, this is how I feel about the mask. If you believe in the mask, then wear your mask. But that don't mean I got to wear a mask. I am so tired of people with double standards in this world that want to push their damn opinion on you just because your opinion is different from somebody else's. Go, go, you know, I'm sick of this. I am sick of it. I just downright want to be violent. I want to get pitchforks and run up to the damn Capitol and say, we ain't putting up with this shit no more. They're taking our liberties and our freedom away.
0: (laughs) I don't think pitchforks.
1: Well, shit, whatever, (laughs) whatever works. I am just ready. I'm over and I'm sick of hearing COVID. It makes me want to just, I just want to become violent. I don't want to hear about none of this bullshit no more.
0: Well, I remember I was going to say now, people, my old ass, I haven't had anyone come up to me uh, out in public, me um, in my civilian clothes, street clothes, and look at me and say, why don't you have a mask? Nobody's approached me because I haven't had one on, and like I said, I don't wear it unless the store I'm shopping in mandates it. Of course, I, I look a lot meaner than the crazy cat lady, and they might not want to come tell me that. Well, let me
1: tell you something. I have always been a bitch. I'll just tell y'all out straight. Like I said, I'm crazy. I'm a bitch. But I've been trying to turn over a new leaf lately. I've been trying to be kinder. I've been trying to be nicer. How's that, that you, working out for Well, you? my leaf's wilted. That motherfucker is wilted up. I'm telling you, people just can push you to the point where you just literally want to just choke the shit out of them. But I am so sick of hearing about the COVID. I'm sick of the mask. I'm sick of being told where to go, how to buy it, what to do. I'm tired of all that. I just don't believe all this. I believe all this crap is going to go away November the 5th. That's truly what I believe. And I ain't nobody going to convince me otherwise. You know, I used to look at them people that would go all these conspiracy theories and all this, that, the other. Well, look, when you start really getting into investigating and looking at things and going, you know, some of these people ain't so damn crazy. Some of these people could back shit up with with facts. And I mean, people need to do their homework. I I really do believe that because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, Lord, have mercy, what a hoax. And all these people in mass hysteria. Oh, my mask, my mask. Well, like I said, I ain't wearing no mask. Y'all might have to come put some money on my commissary when they lock me up because I ain't wearing a damn mask and it ain't going to happen.
0: We'll put you in another, jail. You can just walk across the street and get your own shit. Ain't that the (laughs) truth?
1: I mean, shit. You know, whatever I got to lose, I mean. I mean like I said there was like one of one of the little trustees we had one time that poor fellow y'all he was he had a pitiful life it, shitty ass mom and daddy didn't give a shit about him he spent half his life institutionalized and whenever he'd get out of jail he would come back he go hey y'all I'm back like he thought we was like legit family no, seriously, he would. Like like that time I was going through my divorce and I was sitting up there and one day, I was kind of upset at work. And I was like, y'all, my God, my life is about to change. I'm kind of upset. Well, here he come around the corner. He patted me on the shoulder and said, don't worry, you got all of us, your family. He really believed it. But the point I was trying to make with him was he would go off and poor fella, if it got cold outside. He would come and he'd go steal something stupid so he could come back and he'd say, "How long can y'all let me stay?" Like he thought he was on a vacation at a um, you know a, a fine resort. But poor fellow.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's funny, but it's sad also that the poor guy was homeless and would. Yeah, actually he actually broke a lot of come to jail to get food and stuff like that.
1: Look, he he would ask how long he could stay and that was just really sad cuz he he you know, I mean I I I've seen a lot of people in my lifetime. He was not a, a hardened criminal that would hurt anyone or nobody in society. He hurt himself. And um uh, but I've seen some that you know, they make the hair on your neck stand up.
0: Happened to me yesterday when I was working traffic on the interstate. I made a stop this um uh, out of state car, had out of state plates. Made to the stop. They're doing seventy-eight and a sixty. Uh, pull them over. Make the approach passenger side. And it was an older uh, gentleman and older his wife. I assume is an older female. Sitting there in their seventies, early seventies. Someone's down there. Advised the man why I pulled him over and told him you know I need driver's license, insurance, registration, and. As I'm waiting to get the man's information, his wife looks at me and says, uh, excuse me. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Uh, aren't you supposed to be wearing a mask? I was like, uh, no, I don't have to. It's not a law. Huh? And she reaches down like someone's in slow motion. video, And she picks her mask up and she puts it on her face and, Proceeds to start spraying every fucking thing down in the car with disinfectant (laughs) and shit. And I'm looking at her like, like, do I stink or something? I mean, fuck. And he gives me his stuff and I go back. Oh, she was pissed that I didn't have to wear a mask. And I come back, give him the stuff. As soon as I hand him the stuff back, boy, she goes to spraying every fucking thing down again. (laughs) I said, y'all know, I I told him, you know, gave him information, look. Does your court date? his phone numbers, the email address, internet access, stuff they have to do to either pay it or come to court, which they were from Georgia, I believe, so I doubt they come to court. but
1: I mean, I wanted
0: to look at her and say, "If you are that fucking scared." Stay at your fucking house and That's don't travel. Right. You're, you're, I mean, they're over 10 hours away from where they're from. They're like 11 or 12 hours. If you're that fucking scared of catching a zombie apocalypse disease, stay the fuck at the hunt house. And don't, you know, or if you don't want to come in contact with people, don't speed.
1: Well, you know, I mean, people don't use common sense. And I mean, like, I, I've been tra- I feel like I've been training for the, the COVID my whole life. I've always washed my damn hands, I've always wiped the buggy handles. I mean, you got to use common sense. You know, like, other day, I'm not going to say which particular store, but I think we could all guess which store has people that dress like this all the time. But I go up in there, and this stupid woman had on a crocheted mask. Now, it had holes all up in the sun, so I'm sitting there looking at her, and I'm thinking, lady, you got to be one of the damn dumbest people on the planet. With a crocheted mask, not just regular stupid mask, but a crocheted one. So I don't know what the hell she thought she was going to stop anyway. But everybody's touching everything in the store. So you might have on your little your little mask that you think is so great and wonderful, but they done touched every can and everything. You keep touching. So what the hell you think you really getting away from? That's what
0: a crocheted mask. A crocheted I mask. I got this whole <laughs> picture in my head.
1: Y'all, I'm telling you, I just sat there looking. I the look and see. What I don't say out loud, which I know sometimes my brain goes, girl, don't say it. Just stop. Don't even say it. But it comes out anyway. But my face always says what my mouth don't. And I just stood there looking at her like, damn, this woman is dumb. And that's all I could say. And I know she looked at me like, what? You know, I just, oh, man. The the crocheted mask. Yes. (laughs) And I was thinking to, Every time somebody Asks me about the mask My ass crochets A a, a, a damn blanket Because I'm so damn Pissed about it
0: <laughs> I'm I don't just, know. That, That's a new one for me Crochet, <laughs> I, I was on my way in This morning And I, like I said We're not I'm not saying their names I don't try to get political But some things you see And you're just like What the fuck <laughs> There's this big billboard I'm going in And I look at it Cause that's what you're supposed to do to billboards. It's advertising, right? Yeah. I, mean, I look at this billboard, and this is a, uh, I believe it's a senator or something like that. I don't remember. It's a politician. And uh, it says, Mask Up Louisiana. And there's a picture of the politician up there who don't have a fucking mask on. It's like if you're going to take oh, a picture God. of yourself and put it on the billboard saying, Mask Up Louisiana... At least take a fucking picture with a mask on and put the, it up there. The
1: hypocrisy is just crazy. I'm telling you, it's just crazy. Or the ones I love, too, is when you're riding down the road and you see these idiots in a car by themselves with a mask on. Now, who's in the car with you that you got to protect yourself from? If you're in the car, by yourself.
0: And rubber gloves. I, y'all, Driving down the road with your mask look, and rubber gloves Look, at, at
1: my new job, won't say where. But I laugh because one of the guys I work with, poor fella, he's a little bit of a germaphobe, too. Uh, When everything first came out and happened, y'all, you would have thought he was ready for the end of the world. He came in with one of them blue hazmat suits on top of his regular clothes. You didn't even see eyes. He had on one of them scarf things over his head he had on big goggles and the mask on top of the other thing because I guess he didn't think he needed double layers and look had uh, not them gloves like a regular glove but he had on them gloves that you'd clean your toilets with you know them big cleaning gloves and big long um, plastic (laughs) gloves and he literally wouldn't hand me a piece of paper he'd make me get it out of his booksack because he said he didn't want nobody to touch him and anybody walk up he goes six feet six feet like, you know? And I mean we would sit there and I'd laugh And I'd go dude It's not really that bad He's like ain't nobody gonna y'all be laughing at me now I know y'all laughing at me but y'all wait When y'all get to Corona I said oh my god I just I think it's crazy I mean if you ain't had it You gonna get it I mean is it, 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 people I don't understand how they think They gonna wind up stopping it You know it's just it, shutting shit down Is not working for me
0: Boy, You told me story i think uh, about a week or so ago Uh, i mean i know unfortunately your dad's been having some health issues and stuff like that but you told me when 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 he went to the hospital what type of gloves he had on because security. oh damn y'all let me tell
1: you (laughs) my daddy is a cute little man y'all i'm just gonna tell you he is just cute everybody that meets him just loves him to death well my mama calls me because, yeah, he's been having some health issues, and she calls me. She said, look, your daddy has chest pains, but he don't want to go to the hospital. Well, so I get over there. I leave work because she says he's got chest pains. I get over there. I said, what's going on, daddy? You know, a little little, little chest pain. I said, a little, little chest pain. How about you get your little, little, little ass up, and let's get in the car. We're going to go on down to the hospital. So... <laughs> i go i get in the car and when i look out the door and he comes walking out y'all he got on the big mask and he's got on gardening gloves and I said, he gets in the car, and I said, where the hell are you going with gardening gloves? They said, that's what they want you to wear right now. I said, nobody said nothing about gardening gloves, Daddy. You, you don't need all that bullshit. If you want to keep the mask on, but you don't need it while we in the car, it's just me and you in the car. Well, we get on over to the damn hospital, and I happen to know the security guard that come outside with the little wheelchair to put him in the wheelchair. And he looks at me, and he says, was your daddy outside gardening when he had the chest <laughs> <laughs> And I said, no, I'm afraid not. He he said he thought y'all needed him to wear gloves, and that's the best he could come up with was the gardening gloves. Y'all, he's just too cute for words. My daddy's almost 80. Uh, he's, he's really cute, but um, he wound up having to get a stint. So uh, thank God the doctors were able to kind of hook him up a little bit.
0: But Crazy Cat Lady's family and herself are... A bunch of Italians that are That's slightly right. ins- insane.
1: Yeah, we all we 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 nut one nut shy being in a planter's jar. We know that.
0: I love her mama to death. I've known her for years. Her mama's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. I, I don't think your mama owns a bra.
1: She don't. She always looks like a National <laughs> Geographic show coming down the road with no damn bra on.
0: I've known her so long, I don't even notice anymore. But well, you know, she had
1: breast cancer. So after that, she had a lot of issues when she had when she did the radiation, and her skin kind of fell off. And she said every time she puts on a bra afterwards, she said it would rub her wrong. So we go places. I mean, like I said, she looks like a National Geographic show. But hey, some of the other people that live in this fine don't even look that good.
0: No, that's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, but somebody told me something today that said they lost some weight. They so now they're in a forty six long, forty six long yeah, bra. The bra size. A forty-six. I ain't never heard of a forty-six long. It's a joke because her titties hang down so low. It's a forty-six oh, long instead of a. Oh damn! <laughs> I went right over her head.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Sometimes y'all know. You know, I I don't I don't get it right. And I had a little, you know, drinky poo. So you know,
0: she is. I gave her some delicious unicorn titty milk. That she hasn't finished yet.
1: You know, I'm a lightweight. I told you I got to take my pace. I, I cannot do it all at one time, and you know, I haven't drank in. some. Um, God, I can't even tell you how many damn years. Let's well, see, my kid's seventeen, so probably about eighteen, nineteen years. I ain't haven't. I don't drink. I know
0: you've had drink. We've been out. We've had drinks. Before. I used to drink. I did, but when I had him, I don't drink anymore. Oh, you were pretty. Drunk when you, I was with you when you got that tattoo. Oh. Uh-huh. How wow. we forget the time. I sure
1: did forget that. How we forget the time. Yeah, that was shortly after my divorce, and you were going through a divorce, too, at that time. Yep. Yep, we were both going through divorce. We was all out drinking, and everybody thought it was just a great damn idea to go out and get a tattoo. And guess who was the only jackass that got it?
0: Me! Well, everybody else already had tattoos.
1: I know, but damn, I'm like, you know, I, I, I talk a good game sometimes, but damn, y'all know I'm shy, and y'all know I, I don't, I'm just not that, but yes, I got a damn tattoo, and I'm lucky it wasn't a damn dick or something stupid tattooed across my back, because I was drunk, I didn't remember it till the next morning. She
0: didn't even get that big of a tattoo. It and-
1: is big, yes, it is, my God, it's halfway across my damn back.
0: Oh, it's not. Well... You swear to God, though she was like,
1: it was terrible, bang. terrible pain. I do remember that now. Terrible pain. I do remember <laughs> that poor little guy with the dreadlocks that was doing the tattoo. He had to go get a fan because I told him I was going to pass out or something. I, I, I have a low tolerance for pain too, but uh, yeah, I had to hold hands. I was I was upset, girl. I was upset halfway through it. I, I wanted to stop, and I well, you know, then y'all gave me more to drink, so then I kind of went along with it. Now I got me a permanent reminder that you should not drink with too bad influences.
0: <laughs> he, he, he was looking at you. He was wanting to give you more than that tattoo. I that know. Night.
1: He kept telling me. I remember him because he was nasty with dreadlocks. He said, girl, you keep hollering like that. I'm just going to give you something to holler for. <laughs> and I, I was thinking to myself, sir, I don't think so. Not even if I'm dead. Mm-hmm.
0: So you're going to tell me... Uh Tell us more about your investigative stories. Oh, God.
1: <sighs> you know, there's so many of them. I'm sitting here trying to think of all the things that over the years, like I said, I've seen everything, I've done everything. You know, I've worked in so many different aspects and areas of law enforcement, you know, from being in the front line, doing investigations in the back. Being, can I say the word
0: crime lab? Yeah, you and say that. Being in
1: the crime lab and, you know, um, y'all know how many people, I will just say this, is name, Shithead, but they pronounce it shathid There are a lot of people in this state that have the name Shithead. Really? One of them, I literally... I almost fell off my damn chair when I'm looking and putting their paperwork in because I had to ask the little fella next to me. I said, "Excuse me, can you what does this name say to you?" Because I was reading it and I just couldn't believe it for myself. Somebody in this state named their child Clitorius. Now I just could not imagine being in the middle of Walmart or any store and going, "Clitorius, could you come over here or stop that or do that?" I mean, what gets into people's mind to name their children something so stupid?
0: I don't know. Way back in the day. Way back in the day.
1: But like I said, I've done I've done just about everything. What the hell?
0: We just went back in the day.
1: Oh, damn. Don't do some <laughs> crazy stuff like that and scare me up in here. I thought for somebody who's about to bounce up in here. <laughs> that's my Y'all, that's what the- happens when a little, little bitty old thing like me starts to drink. I get kind of goofy. You have to forgive me a little bit. That's my bit. back
0: in the day thing. Everybody had the name. You all had number To Delicious Peters. Yeah, that was a joke
1: for everybody that has ever worked up in the radio room. When they call and give you some fake shit like that.
0: No, it was a real person, though. Was it for real? Yes. He's the long, long, long passed away. His name. And this was multi-parish. It just wasn't for this one parish to me. You can talk to dispatchers eight parishes away. Everybody had it. This man. Legally God given name by his parents was delicious and his last name was Peters. His brother's name was Luscious. Like I said, the address they sold They both gone, but Dear yes, when geez. you got a new when you got a new dispatcher, you'd give them this thing yes. and it would come.
1: I've had that joke played on on me. Yes. That yes I did. You know <laughs> it was crazy because one time in the in the <laughs> radio room. Lord have mercy, we used to call this one deputy Mr. Mister Policeman because, boy, he just thought he was hot shit on a shingle. But anyhow, he goes and he stops on the side of the road. It's a couple, a domestic dispute, go figure. Well, of course, you know, he done beat this girl up pretty doggone good, so he's arresting the guy. Well, like most domestic people, she decides she's going to start defending her man. Girl, she stole the damn police car riding down the damn road, and we are trying to talk to her through dispatch saying, ma'am, could you please pull over on the side of the road? Let's think about the safety and well-being of all, you know, the citizens. And she just told us we can go fuck ourselves. She was not doing it. So sister went down on a chase for, it was a good couple miles, y'all. And I mean... (laughs) You know, that was something that we just kind of cracked up because we were laughing about it. We laugh about it now. Of course, we weren't laughing about it then. But, you know, because we were talking to him and we were like, damn, (laughs) because, you know, he had such a big-ass ego. we like, not only did you get your tail whipped, but a damn woman stole your damn car. You know, inside jokes with policemen, you know.
0: I I learned very very quickly early in my career not to leave your unit doors open when you get on a call got on a call one time i forget like i said over 20 years ago i don't remember what kind of call it was probably some bullshit call and anyway, when i get out left my unit door open well when i got back to my unit there was not one but there was two german shepherds sitting in my unit one in the passenger seat and one in the driver's seat i'm like get out my car dog I walked up to the car and the dog looked at me, showed me his teeth and growled. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now, now what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm, I'm not gonna call for help because <laughs> say, hey, look, because I'm gonna get like dumb, motherfucker. Because I got two fucking dogs that are not getting out of my car; cause they're gonna bite me. I think the owner finally came out, got the dog. I was out there for like ten minutes. This dog, I could, every time I got close to the car, dogs would growl at me. I guess. Then another time, don't remember the call, left the door open. This is, I think, the last time I ever left my door open. And when I finish the call, I get back in. I'm going down the road. It's probably about 30, 45 minutes later, after I've been gone from this call, I happen to look in my rearview mirror and see movement on my back deck of the unit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Moving around in my car, like I didn't arrest nobody, so I'm should be the only motherfucker in here, right? <laughs> I'm like, fuck was that? So if I, I pulled over and looked, somebody's cat had crawled up <gasps> in this fucking car and went went sleep back there and woke up. Now thank God for that case because if that motherfucker would have jumped, he would have tore your like, ass up. If it would have jumped on me, well, I'd have probably crashed fucking car if he'd have just jumped up in the front oh, seat with man. me or something like that.
1: You know how I feel about <laughs> cats now. You, you
0: but this so. That's second time Animal gets in the car. Learned my lesson about not leaving my unit door open on a call at all. Not even if it's not running the keys. i are going to close the door because when you work in a country area, damn, tell them what the fuck might grow up in your car. Speaking of, was it night before last? Me and Bam, the sound engineer, were laying in bed. I had just dozed off. And next thing I know, she fucking let this scream out. I get my old as a heart attack. I about jump out the fucking bed because just I'm like I said, I had just fallen asleep, and she screams. Like I said, we we have a couple, quite a few Great Danes. Which if anybody knows Great Danes, are oh, they're they're big. Which That's is, a damn horse to me. Our big man's about 180 pounds. He, he's he's they're old. He him and his wife we call her they're both like almost eight years old they're old for great names they're in good health well somehow he must have popped the bedroom door once i've been secured all the way whatever like so i was sleeping she's on her pad doing something not paying attention she said she hears click 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 walking around in the room didn't realize it well when she looked all she saw was these eyes looking directly at her and, Scared the shit out of her, which in turn, she tries to give me a heart attack by screaming scared the shit out of me because I just fallen asleep. The dog popped the door was just walking around the room in there and scared her.
1: God. You know, I got a lot of animal stories from being in that radio room with some of the deputies. I mean, you know, one of them called one time a drunk raccoon. I said, how would you know that a raccoon was drunk to begin with? He said there was a beer can where he was, and the lady who called it in said the damn raccoon got into it and drank some of the beer out of the thing. And it was walking around, and it was stumbling, and it fell over. And he called me and said, what you want me to do about it? I said, what do I look like, a fucking vet? I don't know what you do with a damn raccoon. I mean, I'm trying to figure out, you know, because when he said a coon, I said well, what's a coon? And he said, a raccoon. And I said, well, like I said, I don't know nothing about no damn animal like that. I mean, but yeah, a damn drunk raccoon, y'all. People cough about stupid stuff like that. One lady called because her neighbor's pig came over and ate some petunias out of her damn front flower bed. Well, my advice to her was, well, you got a gun? Shoot that some bitch has some fresh bacon in the morning. I mean, what are you supposed to tell people?
0: You can't shoot the
1: pig. Well, I know. I got kind of called in the office about I'm that sure and was did. told we were not allowed to give advice.
0: <laughs> to shoot
1: yeah, look they, look, they called with every kind of problem in the book and me and this one guy that worked together, me and him was problem solvers. We wasn't going to have to send somebody out there, you know, or for something stupid. You know, we had one little poor old lady that called every time because she had a Y'all, he, he was a nightmare. I bet that little son bitch is they ain't no telling what havoc he's wreaking now. But he was like ten, and he would tear this poor woman's damn house up. One time it was cause McDonald's closed at ten o'clock in the area that they lived in, and she he wanted to go at ten thirty to get a burger, and you know he tore her damn house up. So you know it, it, we told her I said and she want to know what she need to do. I said you got a tree in your yard. She said, well, that's got to do with anything. I said, you go pull a limb and you bust his ass. That's what you do. You don't call no police to come because he's tearing your damn house up. You know what my mama would have done? She'd still be still beating me. And I'm almost, I ain't going to tell y'all how old I am. But anyhow, (laughs) because that ain't nothing you need to be talking about. We're going to stick with 25. But anyhow, but yeah, I would have still got my ass beat. They'd be pulling jeans foot out of my ass. But that ain't how it works. (laughs) That ain't how it works, y'all. That's not how some people are. But yeah, we used to get some crazy things coming out of that radio room that people would call the police for. Y'all, and you would be surprised. Like I said, this goes back to the beginning of what I told y'all in my investigative career. You cannot assume that people understand regular, sophisticated talk or just plain talk in general, you have to almost act like a degenerate to get information from them. You know, they call, I need to po-po, come on out here, we got a disturbance. Well, what kind of disturbance you got? People be fighting. People be fighting. Well, you know, tell me more about the fighting. Are y'all fighting with weapons? Would you consider a weapon? Well, does anybody have anything? They got a stick, a rock? I mean, what? Would you consider an ice pick? Would that be a weapon? Ma'am, I do believe an ice pick is a weapon. I mean, Jesus Christ. Not
0: unless he's making an ice sculpture. Yeah, I'm telling
1: you, but you can't make this kind of stuff up. And then, I mean, they would tell you some crazy stuff. We had one lady, she would just call all the time. Now, she was legit crazy, though. Like I said, she was legit crazy. She would call and she would say that people were inside her walls at her house and they were being too loud. And we legitly had to send somebody over there check on this crazy woman, and they'd have to knock on the wall, say, "Sheriff's office, please keep the noise down." And that'd be the end of it. Well, she kept calling one night and I said, "Look at here." We ain't got time for all these shenanigans. We fixing the next time you call up here, I'm going to have somebody come pick you up because I'm tired of you calling up here with, you know, false claims and stuff like this. We got people getting trapped in cars, people dying and all kind of crazy stuff happening. We got to come over there for all this crazy stuff. Well, she told me, she said, the sheriff, he ain't nothing but a damn uh, pimp. And I was a prostitute because I worked for him. And I said, lady, I can assure you prostitutes make way more damn money than I do. But anyhow, she said, (laughs) I said, if you call back up here one more time, I'm going to send a unit to come pick you up. Well, y'all, she kept calling. And I said,
0: she's going to get you.
1: Look, she was, I'm telling you, she was something, well, when I, that that last time she called, I said, that's it, sister, i said, That's somebody, your ass is getting picked up, and she told me, you send somebody over here, and I'm going to whip his ass, y'all, she wasn't four foot ten on a good damn day, and guess what, she beat, beat that poor boy down, beat him with his own damn handcuff, put his damn ass in the hospital. So that's what I'm saying. People are legitly crazy. I have seen it. I have heard it. I just don't even know what to say about it sometimes.
0: Look, I want to tell this serious, serious, very serious. The rape case. Oh, God. Talk about this rape case. I was dispatched this lady's house. If I had sad music, I'd play it right now. I don't have sad music. Anyway, I got called to a rape case. I respond, I get there, walk up, speaking to this lady, and she informs me that her neighbor's dog came to her house. It was a mutt dog. Please don't tell me
1: she done something to that
0: dog. And this mutt dog, mixed breed dog, raped her purebred Pomeranian dog. Oh,
1: damn. Damn. <laughs>
0: Y'all thought I was fucking gonna be serious, right? (laughs) No, no, no. I got called to a fucking dog raping call, and these people actually called this dead fucking serious. She said that the neighbor's dog came over and raped her dog. And I looked at her, I'm just looking at her like, what? what, Really? And so I look at her, I was like, well, well, ma'am, did did your dog at any time say stop?
1: Resist
0: <laughs> your neighbor's dog. No, she looks at me like I'm fucking stupid. I'm not the one who called about a dog being raped. Jesus. It's looked at like she's looked at me and I'm like, well
1: These people walk nah. around with a shawl every day. I mean it's crazy. <laughs> y- y- yes. I mean, look, and, and I'm gonna tell you, sex offenders are the, the hardest people to work around because some of them Dear Jesus, you know, the way I feel about them is going to cost me from going to heaven. I'm going to be stuck in purgatory for a little while. (laughs) I had one of them tell me one time, and uh, mad as all hell, he had to come in and register. And I said, and you know me, I'm blunt. If you know me, I'm just going to say it. I I, I got more balls than some men. I looked at him, and I said, maybe you ought to stop molesting children, and you wouldn't have to worry about registering. And that little prick looked at me and said, she was too He was four. They ain't going to remember it. Y'all, I felt every fire that you could feel, and I wanted to just literally choke that man until his his life went just – Got out of. His, I'm serious. I could have choked him to death. I was like, I. That's the kind that's going to keep doing. That's yeah. the kind that's going to keep doing. So yeah. you got some they, sick they people to just out be there, y'all. Their
0: nuts chopped off. And
1: I, don't even do that. Let's just take a, a rope and hang them outside the courthouse. They're going to keep doing it. Sex offenders never ever change. They just don't, y'all. They don't. I've yeah, I
0: don't know how you dealt with that aspect of your job when you were registering them. <laughs> very hard. Like that.
1: And very hard to sit back and to. To constantly, I mean, some of them should just been happy being somebody's little pawpaw paw. instead. Now, they now, molest don't him. get
0: me wrong, like I said, you got people that are registered sex offenders that, uh, you know, like if you're an 18 year old and your girl or 19 and your girlfriend was 16, pissed off parents, you can get, yes, you be a registered sex I, offender. I have seen now, that, you know, it's against the law. Yes, did the girl know what she was doing? Most yes. likely, yes, and it wasn't rape. But unfortunately, you're sex offender. It's, it's against the law. We're talking about the pedophiles. Yeah, I'm talking the, about
1: the sickos, y'all. Yeah, you know, I do
0: Thank God, I never, I never had to deal. Like I said, in my career as a motor cop, I didn't have to deal with stuff like that. I had to deal with some stuff when I was in uniform, but uh, I, I don't. I don't know. It, it's it's a whole different part of law enforcement. I can see, you know i listen to these podcasts where they they have talk about a lot of mental illnesses and stuff like that and if you're working you do too many years in divisions like that investigating and stuff like that it, it could i can see where it just could fuck you up
1: look i'm gonna tell you people tell me all the time i have a hard outlook if you, people need to really come, if you get a jury duty subpoena, get your ass up there. Come see what is literally happening in your community. These people are walking around you and some of them, they look halfway normal. Some of them, you could tell they throw it off, but come up there and come look and see what you got going on up in there. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you all a funny story. This, this one, I just, Lord have mercy. I was so embarrassed sitting up there working up in the courtroom. It's it's Black Friday. Okay. Me and my girlfriends, we are gonna
0: work on Black Friday.
1: No, 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 baby. I don't work on Black Friday. This sister is a shopper. So that's why this COVID shit's got to move out. Because if it's not gone by the time Black Friday's come, I'm going to be protesting. But anyhow, uh, yeah, I like to shop. But um, I'm shopping. And it's me and my girlfriends. We all, you know, that's what we were doing buying our kids stuff. Well, we had to go in the store where well, y'all. We pretty much sat there all freaking night because you got to get in line for if you want expensive stuff and you know electronics. So at the time, my child was not quite old enough to have his own laptop, but at the same time, technology and our kids' times is it's different from us, you know, dinosaur stuff. So. Yeah, I, I was a
0: cassette player.
1: Yeah, shit. They don't know. They don't even know. They're like, what is this? I had a VHS t- tape one time he found. He was like, what does this thing do? And I'm like, oh, God, these kids. But I'm waiting in line all night long. And me and my friend are sitting there. And y'all, my friend, you know, I curse. I curse a lot. I have worked around in a field that has been predominantly men. And like I said, the people that I have to talk to, they don't understand how hi, how you doing, and this kind of stuff. They understand, hey, motherfucker, what is up? You know, that's the kind of thing that that, that they understand. So you got to talk to people in their own different lingo. I'm kind of chameleon. I go back and forth. I can be with the ritzy people and talk that way, or I can come over here and be down up in the gutter with these other people. But I'm sitting there, and this girl that's sitting next to me, and y'all, I could drag out the damn crazies. I really can. I'm looking at her, and she's telling me, hey, I just got out of rehab. I said, well, that's good. You know, you know, she's like crack. I love crack. Love me some meth. And y'all, the whole time she's talking to me, this woman's fucking teeth just start falling out. I I, I can't make this shit up. I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, my God. My friend said, dear Jesus, her did teeth you, are falling you out. try to catch them? I just, y'all, I literally could have picked my own damn teeth up off the ground because I'm like, this bitch's teeth falling out. So I look at her and she says, would you hold my place in line? I'm going to go over here because we were close to the pharmacy. She goes and gets the wax. You know, the wax when people got braces and they stick it on there so they, they, they don't hurt their mouth with the teeth. She stuck the wax in the holes where her teeth used to be. She looked like she had chiclets sticking out of her mouth. I ain't kidding you. So she starts telling me all these crazy stories. Her mama got her arrested at the Sonic because that's where she was meeting her drug dealer. And, y'all, it was just absolutely crazy. So my friend says, would you quit talking to these people? Why are you talking to this crazy girl? She's going to kill us in our damn sleep sitting up here waiting all night for this. Well, I'm, I'm talking to her. And, you know, look, I said, I, I said, man, I wish we wouldn't have had to wait in this line because I wanted something else. Well, y'all, she goes, hey, hold my place in line. Which, they had one of them, what was them little things? It looked like a uh, hamster. It One of them little toys back in the day. Well, my son wanted one of them, and uh, we were waiting in line. So she said, "I'll go get you one, y'all." She walked up there, and you know how they—they'll they, at at a certain time they'll release certain things that you can get. She yells out in the middle of the store, "I just got out of rehab. I ain't had no drugs in a while, and my nerves is fucking shot." I want that thing right there. Y'all, they just gave it to her. I mean, nobody tried to fight with the girl. So I'm just sitting back. I'm thinking, laughing. And I said, well, I got a problem with crockpots. I I collect crockpots. So I did go make her get me a crockpot because I knew she'd fight for one. But anyhow, she comes over there. And I mean, y'all, we we laughed about this woman. And I'm sitting up there one day telling them not too long afterwards I'm in court. I'm laughing. I'm telling them about the woman's whose teeth teeth were literally falling out y'all i'll be shit if we wasn't in the middle of doing traffic court and there i see somebody standing up and she's waving me down and i look and i said oh dear jesus that can't be the same girl yes it was and the judge even calls me up there and says do you know this woman what is this woman doing and i said you remember i told y'all the story about the woman with the teeth falling out she said you got to be kidding me i said that's the girl that's her right there
0: did she have teeth
1: Damn no, but anyhow, when she come up to the damn um <laughs> to the podium, <laughs> she legitimately now, y'all, I'm not kidding you. They <laughs> asked her. She said, "You were charged with speeding. How do you plead?" She looks over there. She said, "Yeah, I'm guilty. She, I was on my way to my drug dealer's house and I was running late, so I was speeding just a little bit, and you know." <laughs> The judge was like, you were on your way to your drug dealer's house. Yeah, I was trying
0: to go buy crack. Hey, at least she's the honest dope.
1: Y'all, I'm telling you. She goes, she knows. She knows me. And I'm going, oh, my God. I'm about to just absolutely (laughs) climb under this chair. This girl, you know me. Yeah, you know me. And I'm sitting there going, oh, dear Jesus. But, yes, y'all, that's the kind of crazy stuff. And, you know, I mean, of course, there was a time that I got locked up in the courtroom because you know, somebody decided to come to the courthouse with active tuberculosis y'all sorry is that another sound effect or I'm having a stroke no,
0: I had to right, okay. plug, I had to plug my, my soundboard in it had come unplugged and it was, needed to be charged so it's not another sound effect I can mm-hmm. give you a sound effect if you would like
1: because
0: sure. this is what I think about the clubhouse place has hot women, morning booze, and free vomit? Maybe I'll join you.
1: You had me before the vomit, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it comes after the free booze.
1: Boobs or
0: booze? Booze.
1: Okay, I'll do booze, but I ain't worried about them.
0: I don't think you, free boobs. I mean, I don't know what kind of place I'm running here.
1: I don't know. You never know. What, are you, got, you still got the <laughs> mannequins?
0: Who me? I have no clue of what you're talking about.
1: No recollection of that.
0: <laughs> Do you know? Let me clarify this, people. I bought this mannequin.
1: Creepy as shit.
0: Because my stepson, who's been on AE, who was on here, was living with me and Bam at the time, and my mom had passed away in the house that we live in. Well, I'm pretty sure. I have him convinced. Well, he might, she might be a ghost there. But uh, I had him convinced that my mom was haunting him. And he was scared shitless of it. Because, like, some weird shit did happen to him in there. So I bought this mannequin. It would have a two-story house. And I put it. It's not straight up. You got to go up a flight, turn, make a 90-degree turn, and go up another flight of stairs. I bought this mannequin. I sat up there, and I bought this, like, ghostly zombie woman type costume. Creepy ass. Dressed dressed a zombie in this and I put her up on the second landing and loosened the light bulb where it would not come on and set up a camera that had night vision on it. Me and Bam then sat, sat in our bedroom waiting for him to come home And watched him go up the stairs, and we still have it on video. Well, he rounds a corner, and he don't scream, but his eyes get so fucking big. (laughs) And he takes, like, two steps backwards, scared to shit. (laughs) Then he realized what happened. You could hear him, like, you dumb motherfuckers, as he goes by. It, It was like that. I bought the mannequin for that purpose, so...
1: Well, if you can't play practically and, and I don't have people. a lot of
0: friends, so I just fucking fucking fuck it. I just buy friends and dress them up like people. And, well, I like it when you bring them on
1: the on the bus and everybody's looking like. No, what I, the have, hell?
0: I have I have dummies on the bus. Those are not mannequins; those are dummies. Well,
1: what's and, the difference between a dummy and a mannequin?
0: A mannequin is like really not poseable. These are dummies that. Like you can sit them down like real people and stuff like that. It's two different things. I don't know the technical term of it, but dummies and mannequins, two separate animals. Man. Somebody, the tot came over one time. He's like, I can't, I can, he goes and tells the sheriff I have sex mannequins. They're not sex mannequins because I was asked if they have any love openings. They have no fucking love openings. Who did account. you ask that to? No, I was asked
1: that. Oh, if they have. Oh my God, why somebody was going to ask you to borrow it? Damn, I mean, what kind of shit is that? I
0: hope not. I mean, but, yes, but we're, oh, we're, we're a different breed of people. Different different breed. Makes us unique. Hey. I don't like being like everybody else. No,
1: that's what I tell people all the time. They'll say, girl, are you crazy. Look, if you can't enjoy life and you can't cut up and you can't have fun and don't take everything serious all the time, then what's the point of life anyway? everybody's crazy you know it's just different degrees you know there's crazy as in i'm gonna tear your shit up crazy and then there's crazy as fun you know i I, i'm a little bit in between because i ain't gonna lie you know when i did all this domestic stuff in the beginning i'd say these damn people are crazy how could they act like this and then when go get yourself married one time and then when you, you find yourself in the middle of a divorce you start thinking man them people wasn't crazy after all yeah i could see why somebody make you snap and be like your head like damn fucking linda blair in the exorcist and you want to just turn around and be doing some ugly shit you know but i get it now i, I get the whole picture but i don't know how do we get to talking about this
0: don't you don't really want me to you start talking about that kind of crazy no, stuff huh you, you asked me about mannequins and you well but
1: i don't know why that well, mannequin
0: came up you brought it up
1: i know i did but i ain't saying i know. I, know I don't remember why my ass is old, and I just think about shit sometimes, and I just bring it up. <laughs> I'm getting well, really bad about that.
0: We don't have a, a, a flower garden in our house. We put all the flowers up, put rocks down, and we have, like, like, if you see during Halloween, you see all the little little animal creatures that are made out of skeletons. Oh, yes, that, that's what we that. have in our whole flower bed, and we call it the bone garden. So, yes, we, well, we, we, we marched to a different drummer, but... We're not well, like everybody else. I'm going to be me, and if you, don't like, it, if you, you don't, don't like it, if you don't like it, I don't really fuck, like you. Fuck you. I don't need you. Know, you. You,
1: know, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm like, I really start to realize, you know, you really only have one or two real true friends. Most people are just really good acquaintances. But you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm me. You either like me. You don't have to like me. I mean, hey, I like me pretty well. So, I mean, as long as I like me, I don't really care what you like. You know, I mean, the people that love me love me. They got some people that hate me,
0: you know, but. Just look in the mirror. I love you and you love me to yourself every morning.
1: I don't do nothing foolish (laughs) like that. (laughs) But, hey, that's what they tell you. Sometimes you go to counseling. You got to love yourself before anybody else will love you. Well, you know, you got to sometimes you got to go the counseling route because I'm pretty sure it's frowned upon in society of killing people.
0: Yeah, it's still against the law. Yeah. For for right now. I always,
1: always make jokes about it. Y'all, my inner serial killer, she's just waiting to come out just one day. I mean, all this crazy uh, apocalyptic stuff happening these days. I was disappointed we didn't get zombies, and all we got was just damn little, what is it, like a little flu? I was waiting for the zombies we to come. Requested,
0: everybody, stays calm at the current moment, for there is a zombie
1: apocalypse currently happening on the West Coast. <laughs> Do stay inside. Do not go out under any circumstances. If any zombies happen to get into your house, shoot them in the head or remove the head
0: from Mm -hmm. the brain.
1: We insist. Do not leave your houses. Thank you very much for your cooperation. It's pretty much what happened now. Who would have ever thought we'd be living in this kind of times where you got to have to, you know, stay in your house. Oh, my gosh. You know, like.
0: Well, I'm considered an essential employee. have Me I too. I've been essential
1: <laughs> too. I've been working every day. I'll, oh, y'all don't even want to get me started on that other stuff, man. Because I, I really get my my head will blow up right now because I can just get so mad about certain things.
0: But That would just make a big mess in here. Don't fuck my studio up. Yeah, and I'm, I'm tired I'm of cleaning. Be,
1: I ain't <laughs> cleaning no more extra shit because I clean enough as it is. Bring We're on. not even going to talk about the condition of my house no, right we, now.
0: We, don't, we had that discussion before the podcast. Yes.
1: I, I, yes. Very terrible. Make sure when y'all go public, take a bath,
0: pub, public service announcement, just check your contractors before you hire them. Y'all,
1: please. I'm telling you. Okay. I did not know any damn better.
0: She does now.
1: Oh, do I now? I almost had to beat up a worker the other day. I mean, but you know, hey. Three months and not one one little small bathroom is still not renovated. I don't know how to sh- hang sheetrock, but y'all, if y'all have seen the work they did up in there, I guarantee you, I could have went YouTube and done it better than them.
0: Oh, I'm gonna bring this up. Uh, Juan, you know who I'm talking to. Juan. Yes, you don't know who I'm talking about. He he's a uh, he's a fan who listens in Texas. Oh, Juan, we'll bring you up. Heart does go out to you. I heard you had a, a tragic loss in your family a few weeks back. But uh, we need some sheetrock done. So if you can, uh, and I need some weed eating done. Say, so one. come on down. Uh, I got some new weed eater string, and my friend needs some sheetrock done. That's just a shout out to you. <laughs> just fucking with you, dude. Thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, shit. That's no joke, y'all. No joke. Three months. Three months, nothing done. I still don't have a damn working toilet.
0: No, she's using a five-gallon bucket. Well. I'm just checking.
1: It's, it's, ty- it's tough times, tough measures, y'all. It's getting ready to be that way. As I could tell people money-wise, Lord have mercy. You know, times is getting tough. If you see me on a stripper pole, you better look away. Look away. Because, I mean, <laughs> you never know. But I, right now, I think I'm a little too chunky to be on the pole. I might pull that some bitch out the ground. <laughs> But, hey, you know, whatever. I knew who I could call for a reference. Maybe
0: maybe, maybe think of them shirts and stickers you see South Support single moms and the chick on the stripper pole.
1: Yep. Yes, indeed, y'all. Yes and damn deed.
0: It's getting bad. College educated people got to hit the pole.
1: It really is. Good jobs are scarce and far in between. You know, and I mean, you know, I had after what 25 years in and around in the law enforcement area i gosh i had to get away from it for a while i'm not going to lie but once it's in your blood it's always in your blood and you can't help it and you you know you're still part of the blue family no matter what
0: yes you are i
1: miss it i miss it a lot i really do and sometimes i i really think about coming back to it but i don't know
0: just say no <laughs> I'm on a downward spiral. Like I said, I can By retire now. in like four years. i have 30 years in, 30 hard years in. Uh, I was thinking about doing another three years drop. It all depends on the climate. You know, I, I'm lucky where we're at. We don't have the issues like they're having in New York and so many other places where they're trying to defund us and all that stuff like that. Hey. We still have, I have a shitload of people every single day come up to me and tell me how much they thank me for doing my job and everything else.
1: Well, thank God that there are some decent people left in the world because, you know, it just you sit back and I'm like, okay, if people knew the stuff that we had to put up with on a daily basis, you get paid peanuts, you get treated like dog shit, and no matter what. Right or wrong, you are always wrong. It's, it's, it's just such a negative loop, and it's really sad because it's the hardest group of people working. And are there bad police officers? I'll be first to tell you, yes, there are. But you know what? Out of that one or two that you find, there's a thousand other ones that, that get up every day with the mindset of making the world a better place for their children for everybody else's children and it just really pisses me off when you got people that are just you know wanting to blame them for everything it's you know god forbid like i said if it's a case of true injustice then fine they're going to get prosecuted just like everybody else. But when you got thugs that are just not following the rules and now they're everybody's church choir boy, it's just, it's, it's just so unsettling.
0: Well, they got bad people in all jobs. I mean, they got some, it's true. Rude ass fucking Walmart workers and shit. Oh man. So there's bad people. Just, it's just the media just likes to sensationalize. I think that's who
1: needs to be defunded is the media. They done stirred up all this damn shit anyway, you know. I mean, everything is, is, is just crap. I don't watch the media at all. I don't listen to nothing they say. I wouldn't believe them if they said water was wet.
0: I checked the weather because I do write them. Well, that I, some
1: bitches don't get it right half the time either.
0: Well, that's a great job. I wish I had a job. I, I wish right I did, too. <laughs> that's why I tell everybody
1: all the time I would like to be, you know what? It's either two jobs that I'd, I'd want. Either be a meteorologist because you ain't got to be right. Nobody gives a shit because they know you ain't going to be right anyway. Or somebody that works in IT. Every job that I have ever worked in every place that I've ever been at, the people that work in IT get paid big bucks. But guess what? Not one of them bitches know anything about IT. Every time you call them about a computer problem, did you turn the computer off? That's all they ever say every single time. No dummy, I know to do that. I mean, I could handle that part of it. But y'all, they don't never know nothing about it. So I, that's the job I think I'd want. They get paid big bucks, and you ain't got to know nothing about nothing. It's just who you know.
0: I just want to win the lottery and build me a big ass house in the middle of about four hundred acres with hey, a big fucking fence all the way around.
1: It happens. You ever watch that show on, on HGTV? The lottery changed my life, and it's these people, and they always everybody's story is the same. They walk up in there. I had $2 left to my name. I went bought this scratch off, and now I done won $78 million. And then after they done won $78 million, they're going to be a cheap ass to say, how much can you spend on the house? Ha- I, won- I only want to spend about 150000 You just won $78 million, and all you're going to spend is $150,000 on a house? Whatever
0: money will last them longer. You see, oh my they, had God. That, they had that other show I've seen before. It says, The Lottery Ruined My Life. Oh damn! I hadn't seen that one. I'd uh-huh. like,
1: hey, I'd like to prove it wrong. Let me, let me win the lottery. Just I don't, I don't even need a million. I don't need that much. I just want to, you know, I want to start uh-huh. traveling.
0: We need more than a million dollars if you're going to travel. Shit's expensive now, and you can't travel right now because the zombies are out.
1: Well, I was supposed to go to Italy in September. And It looks like we're going to have to put it out till the next year, at least till next March. I was going to Italy. But, of course, the rate my life's going these days, I don't know if I'm coming back. I might just stay there. I'll send y'all a postcard. And
0: <laughs> you're you're going to come back.
1: No, oh, I don't know. I got to. I got to come back for my fur babies.
0: That's right. Who's going to feed all the damn cats?
1: Yeah. well, I'm going with my brother. So, probably. Well, my, my son can do it. He can handle it. I have six beautiful fur babies. I love them so much. And I have that one damn dog. She's a boxer mix. And let me tell you something. I have never seen a dog that needs riddling more than she does. No, I'm serious. This little son bitch, she has more energy than anything. And y'all, let me tell you, this is how crazy my life has been. You know, I'm dealing with my house that's been tore up since Easter Sunday with a, uh, back, a plumbing backup issue. My daddy's been on death's door.
0: You need more fiber.
1: <laughs> I need something. <laughs> Well, look, somebody's been poking my damn voodoo doll, and they better let up. That's all I can say. But, you know, my son calls me and tells me he done stepped on something, and his foot's bleeding. Now, I'm in Hammond at the uh, the hospital with my father, so I have to leave there, because, well, you can't go inside the the hospital. That's frustrating as well. So I'm sitting in the parking lot because I'm scared to leave my mama. You know, so I go back home to deal with him and his bleeding foot, which he probably could have got a little stitch. But while I'm looking at him, the damn dog gets in his suitcase. She eats everything to begin with. Plastic, metal, clay pots, anything she can get her hands on, she eats. Well, I hear her chomping. I turn around, that little bitch and went in his suitcase. Inside the box, and the pill box, she had a whole bottle of ibuprofen. I had to take her and get her damn stomach pumped. $316, just in case y'all want to know. You know, I was sitting up there talking to my mama one day and all of a sudden the lights went out. Mama said, what am I having a stroke? What's happening? Y'all will look over there. She done chewed the wire to the damn lamp. I don't know how she didn't get electrocuted. She ate the wire, ate it in half. So there goes one lamp. That was one of the big tall freestanding lamps. She done ruined that. I go to looking. I'm digging around because I'm cleaning. I scrub my baseboards and stuff. She done chewed up baseboards. She done chewed up window sills. I'm about ready to just, I'm telling you, this dog is going to be the death of me. And every time I call the vet's office, they know my name. They know her name by heart. They're like, what well, she done did now. And I'm like, y'all got to give me some riddling for this dog. Because she really needs something because she's going to, I just looked her in the face the other day. And I told her, you eat something else, she did. dead. I ain't paying no more. That's it, sister. But I'm more of a cat lady than a dog dogs are nice and i love them and i never ever ever mistreat them because i love animals more than i love people that is a known fact if there's one thing you could say about me you know how much i feel for my animals now my cats are my life and i would do anything in the world for them but like i said this little dog she's about to kill me I, there would never be another dog up in this house. Now, another cat, I've been very, I've been thinking a lot about, no, about getting another one. No, you
0: don't need another one.
1: I know I don't need one, but I want one. Just and say, that I just love say
0: them. Say no to the pussy.
1: I cannot do that. Just say I no cannot do that.
0: to the pussy.
1: I, y'all, they are so sweet. And the little bitty one that I got, he is my heart of hearts. I'm going to tell you, if something happened to that little thing, I don't know what I'd do in this world. He's my baby, though. And he knows he's my baby. Look, he'll get up there sometimes. He'll look at my son like, because I'll say, come here, my baby. And, you know, my son will walk over there and try to act like he's going, y'all, he gets over there. He does not want him to hug me or touch me. He's like, that's my mama. You better go home. He is cute, y'all. He's cute. He can't help it.
0: All right, we're going to take a short commercial break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. What's that? That's our sponsors. Hold on. We're going to be right back.
1: Oh, somebody sponsors us? <laughs>
0: All right. We are back from break. As I was explaining to the crazy cat lady here. No, we do not have sponsors. That's why we had crickets playing.
1: I did break. not catch that.
0: Yes. No sponsorship here. So we're totally, totally funded by... My pocketbook. That's why I can just talk about whatever fuck I want to talk about.
1: High roller over here.
0: I <laughs> no high rolling.
1: That's true.
0: Oh, let me tell you one of my stories. Uh, this week, I uh, was working late on a shift adjustment, uh, high traffic area, people, a lot of workers leaving out, speeding in front of people's houses. Me and my sergeant were out working. Uh, we already had two cars pulled over, some more were coming, so we, we clocked two more, so we we're going to stop them, so we'd have a total of four vehicles pulled over with two of us. We step out to pull the car over, where, of course, traffic behind them is slowing. Well, this guy, I guess I, he didn't realize what was going on. He decided to get in the opposite oncoming lane to pass like eight other cars. Well, I stopped him. I was just going to, I was actually going to give him an ass chewing because I didn't get him speeding or anything. But then I look and he has a, an expired inspection sticker. I think I explained that in another podcast. If you're not from Louisiana, once a year you have to go get your vehicle inspected. Uh, it's basically like almost a tax. They inspect it, it cost you like eighteen or twenty something bucks, but it's good for a year. His his was expired by a couple months, so I make him pull over. Because, like I said, he's, he's driving on the wrong side of the road. So I write the other guy's tickets. I wait, make him wait for last. I go up to him. Well, guess what? He can't, besides having a spy inspection sticker, he can't find his registration. Oh God. He couldn't find his insurance, which I verified the insurance through the state computer. It did have valid insurance on it, even though it's still a violation. That he didn't have it in the vehicle because the insurance law states that you must be able to show the proof of insurance upon demand of any law enforcement officer. Well, he couldn't show it. So, I looked at him. I said, you know, you wouldn't be getting a citation right now if you'd have had a little patience and just sat in traffic like everybody else while we were making other stops instead of driving on the wrong side of the road. So, I could have rode him for three. I could have rode him for the Inspired MVI. Failure to carry his registration. Well, actually more than that. Failure to carry his insurance, which I could have towed the vehicle even though he had insurance. And also, driving on the wrong side of the road. Well, I was nice. I only rode him two. I rode him for the MVI and the registration violation and advised him to have a little more patience next time and maybe you wouldn't be getting like three, $400 worth of tickets right now. He, I mean, he... This motherfucker walked himself right into two citations, which possibly well, could have been four or five, if if I'd have wanted to, because he was impatient, and he was only probably about eight miles from his house. I mean, fuck, I don't know. I don't know if Jerry Springer was coming on or or fuck, I don't, I don't even know if the show's still on. I'm just throwing it out there, but I don't know what the fuck he was in such a hurry for. If he, I mean, even driving like that, he'd might save thirty seconds getting home. Anyway, he lost about 30 minutes getting home and it cost him some money so
1: well i have no sympathy when you act like an ass you get treated like an ass
0: Well, he wasn't an ass he just was a stupid driver
1: well that just just really gets on my nerves when you you're trying to you know you sitting there and you waiting patiently and here they're gonna come slide up on there and drive right past you and then they try to slide in and I'm like, that That just that just irritates me. That's why, you know, I don't know that I could convict nobody on no road rage because I could see how you could lose your damn mind in a split second and want to yank somebody out of a car. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be saying that. I, I go that, on my
0: you know, rants right. about people driving.
1: Well, you know, they don't know how to use blinkers they don't know how
0: those aren't optional
1: (laughs) look i'm telling you they don't know how to use blinkers and i just hate when you were driving along and you were following the speed limit but still at the speed limit and then they're gonna pull out in front of you when ain't nobody behind you and then they're gonna go just about 10 miles an hour so you can almost run up their butt
0: i like the ones that pull right out in front of you and make you slam your brakes on and then drive five miles an hour under the speed limit.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They do, I, I, every morning, I'm just sitting back going, dear God, how do these people, they don't realize, you know, having a driver's license, it's is, is a privilege. Not, even, you know, necessarily a, a right. It's a privilege. And these, some of these people should not be awarded the right to drive.
0: I do not want to hear your road rage problems when you live like 10 minutes from your work that you drive every day.
1: It's eight minutes on a oh, bad day. Eight minutes on a bad day. <laughs> do, you, do you know how
0: long a bad day takes me to get home? Look. And a bad day is an hour and a half to two hours or longer for me. So I don't I don't want to hear about your road rage. Whenever,
1: tonight. let me tell you something. Whenever I worked in a major city, that you know, a little ways from where we are, dear God, if it ever lightly rained, the traffic lights would go out. Nobody kind of understood that when you were at a red light that you treated as a four-way stop. So they did not know that, and you would sit there and you would wait for hours because nobody would move. <laughs> I, it, it, you know, God, some of these people do not need to be driving. That's just putting it mildly.
0: When, when I stopped a guy uh, yesterday, also got him for speeding. You know, made the stop. Kid was young, 19, 20 years old. Well, I got the information, went back to my unit. I was writing a ticket. When I and came up, I noticed there was a, another vehicle parked, I don't know, 50 feet or less in front of his vehicle. So I'm watching them real close. I just had my hand on my gun at the time because, I, like I said, I don't know what these motherfuckers trying to do. I said, who's that? You know them? Oh, that's my dad. They were a little ways behind us. And I like, tell him next time, go farther up the road. So I'm explaining the citation to the kid. I think I got him doing, I think he was doing like 77 in his 60 or something. Jeez. I'm explaining the citation to him. I guess it's his brother or something in the back seat. There was two males, two females in the vehicle. I don't know if they could have been brothers, sisters, boyfriend, girlfriends. I don't know. I assume that the other male passenger was this guy. He's like, oh, my dad's on the phone. He'd like to talk to you. Uh, No, uh, you advise your dad. I don't speak to parents. On the phone when I'm dealing with grown men, gave him his ticket, let him go about his business. Come on, people. You're <laughs> 19, 20 years old. Don't call mommy and daddy if you get pulled over. Come on, just, just man up. Man up.
1: That's the problem with the whole world. They don't accept responsibility for the actions and they want to blame everybody else.
0: Don't call mommy and daddy. I had a kid today. I say kid because like I said I don't, I don't know what it is like. I mean, just kid. I think he, he was in his very early twenty. I'm well old enough to be his father. And know, uh, I pulled him over. It was an 11 mile an hour over stop. It was a. I was patrolling an area, moving radar. Uh, got him doing, I think uh, 56 or 57 and 45. I think 56. Turn around initiated stop pulled him over. I come back. He's like. Gives information, I come back after writing a ticket. <laughs> you like to edit that out. <laughs> you want to do it now? Or? Anyway, I make the stop. i come back with the citation. This kid looks at him and says, you actually writing me a ticket for doing 56 and a 45? Oh, uh, yeah. You're doing 11 miles an hour over. When did y'all start doing that? I said, I do it every day. I said, I write several tickets every day for you people doing 11 over. If I catch you again doing it, I'll write you another ticket for doing it. I mean, what the fuck? He, oh, 11 miles an hour. So I guess in his fucking mind, he thought that's legal. It's a speed limit. That means that's the maximum speed you could go. Not It's not a speed suggestion.
1: It's because they, because they sit back and they go, they allow you to go 10 over. Who?
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> that's not true. I tried to explain that to, to son. He goes, Mama, they allow you to go 10 over. I said, no. They don't. No, no, no. The speed limit is that. If you go, if it's 45 and you go 46, you could get a ticket. They don't have to allow you nothing. But that, that's what, that's people's mentality. That, that's why they get all irate about it. And, you know, the, the sad part is you get irate over a speed ticket. You done it. Ain't nobody asked you you did it. You, you know, you should be like, Well, yeah, I did it. I mean,
0: uh I get people all the time. All the time. Well, well I'm sorry. I usually don't speed. Look, I'm not calling people a liar, but everybody, speeds, every single yes. body speeds. I told somebody the other day, like, I'm like, look, they are sitting there apologizing a hundred times. Like, I mean, I'm not punishing you. You're not, a, not a criminal. Yeah, yeah, just be, like, but
1: you made a mistake. <laughs> I looked
0: at him, I said, look, me and I said, everyone speeds. I said, is when you get caught doing it. I said, you've probably, you know, sped in your vehicle at least probably, let's just say, a hundred times. I caught you this one time. So, I mean, I said. Well, they, it,
1: they think it's something personal. It's nothing personal. It's the job. That's what you're, you're being paid to do, to monitor and make sure that people are not traveling over the speed for the safety of all it's not it's not nothing personal, but people make everything personal these days, and that's what the problem is well,
0: I've got it before on uh, not as much on interstates but on local roads I've gotten well, why is the speed limit twenty five It's a straight road. look, I have no reason to know why the speed limit is twenty five law enforcement has no control over what the speed limit is set at. The parish, county, wherever you're at, if it's a local road, those people set the speed limit. If it's on a state road, the DOTD people, engineer people, I'm sure they have smart people that try to figure it out or whatever. I don't know. I I might disagree with you on on the smartness because look, who did
1: these roundabouts? I want to know who did these roundabouts. My daddy thinks they're wonderful. Y'all, I watched a lady at the shopping center, and the woman drove around three times in the roundabout before she could figure out how the hell to get out of it. Who made these things? Who has spare time to think about this kind of stuff? I don't know if I agree with I you on that I tell
0: one. you, they, they popping up all over the state.
1: They're, I don't my, like them.
0: My thing, well, you know why they put putting them in, in my opinion, is if you think about it, it's cheaper for them to put that, that render boot. That's true. <laughs> it's cheaper for them to put that in. Than to put down a, a red light, which costs electricity, maintenance, uh, all that other stuff. This way, they only got to repair potholes or whatever. So, it's, the state's looking at saving money by not having to put red lights in. Actually, once you learn how to use them, they're not that bad. It's the problem is... is
1: Half the people don't the, know how to use people them. People don't
0: know how to use them.
1: No, they'll cut here. you off and they'll... Look, it's It's rough
0: the people uh my my wife has to go through a a roundabout every morning on her way to work pretty soon it'll be two when it's roundabout. she gets people flips her off every day and bumps her horn because she don't stop in the roundabout to let other people out once you're in the roundabout you don't stop stop, and make sure you're in the right lane if you want to take make a right turn out of it makes don't make sure you're in the one that's going to go back around and cut somebody off that's where the problem is Once the people learn how to use them, which is probably. It won't be an issue, but like I said, we're looking at the General Motor in public, and a lot of people just, they get in them and freak the fuck out.
1: Well, like I said, I watched that poor little lady three times around before she realized how to get out. I want to get out the car and go over there and say, let me start flagging her down, because she didn't have any clue.
0: She might have run you over, because you didn't have a mask on. you probably right, boy. I've been
1: mass shamed, or tried to, which I told them, I said, y'all ain't shaming me into thinking I'm a bad person. Why am I selfish and being a bad person? Because I don't want to wear a mask.
0: You're horrible.
1: I'm telling you, I'm just, just about... It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, y'all.
0: I'm going to go into my... In the news part. <clears throat> the Todd actually read this to me the other day. I had him send it to me. This was off... Um, from uh, another law enforcement's Facebook page, which Iceman is facebook was except for the podcast one, so... I have other people give me shit like that. Anyway, it says, we're proud of our bomb squad and investigation division assisted by the FDI and the IDNR police. Not sure what the INDR police are. but It says, since last Friday, they have arrested and conducted a search warrant on three individuals and their homes. Two in the Aurora and one in the Elgin area where they seized close to 1,000 pounds of illegal fireworks. This, was, uh, this is right outside uh, the Chicago area, so it's in Illinois. I'm looking at the picture, people. These are like the fireworks you, you buy at the stands. And they brought the FBI and, and took two other police departments to arrest people for fucking fireworks, I, me and the tot sat back and there was like, there's like eight thousand comments. We read a lot of them. It's like, wow, good job. Thanks for fucking up somebody's Fourth of July with all the Truly. shit. with all the shit going on, really, and you got the FBI and you arrest the motherfuckers for firecrackers and shit. I'm looking at these firecrackers, and it's like it, it's the basic kind that, that you can fucking buy at any fucking fireworks stand.
1: So, what were they saying? They were illegal in Illinois. It
0: didn't say why. I don't know if it's illegal in Illinois, or maybe the people didn't have a, I don't know a license. Of or, all the problems or, or, or that something are something with taxes. Yeah, I, I don't know. It didn't explain that. All I know is they arrested three people for having firecrackers, and they they like put this shit on here like like they just seized... A fucking eighteen wheeler load of fucking cocaine or something.
1: But of all the problems in the world right now, they were worried about fireworks. That is your tax dollars at. Yeah, I mean, at work, people. Fuck my your, God, fuck your
0: Fourth of July, you're not popping no firecrackers. That one's in the news. So that the the all the comments. Oh my God, we me me and Todd sat there for a while and just reading comments, and ninety nine percent of them were all the same thing. They were like. What, y- y'all want to pat on the back for, I mean, these really dangerous <laughs> firework criminals <laughs> at work. Let's not worry about the, the people with illegal guns and shit like that. We're, we're going to get the motherfuckers that want to celebrate the 4th of July.
1: Jeez. Well, you know, these days, if you're patriotic, you know, it's almost like you're public enemy
0: number one. Hey, well, I got my American flag and everything flying out from my house. I dare somebody come take it. Well, you can deal with my grumpy old ass.
1: I concur. I, Like I said, I come from a big military family, big law enforcement family. I just don't understand
0: it. Does your dad still have that fat-ass chihuahua dog? She's or did a, it die? She,
1: she has not passed away, but she is a mini-pin. She just happens to be no, 42 nothing.
0: pounds. When you have a 42-pound <laughs> mini-pin... It, <laughs> the whole mini part of it is completely out the window. She looks like she
1: legitly swallowed a watermelon. Her ass is wider than mine. This poor little dog. I don't know how them little damn legs can hold her up, but she drags her stomach up against the ground. Yeah. Daddy just, he he feeds her way too much, and we keep telling Daddy cannot do that. No, it's good for her. It's good for her. He, he comes from a different generation. He doesn't understand well, it. I remember
0: the last, I can't the last dog he had was a Chihuahua. Yeah. That little mean little bitch there. Yeah. And
1: he was mean. He hated my guts, boy.
0: And it was fat. He yeah. That he dog was fat too. It, he, it probably died from cardiac diabetes disease or something like
1: that. Yeah, I'm telling you, forty two pounds. And the sad part was she was my dog. And I got her, um, she like I said, she was a mini pen. She wasn't even two pounds when I got her. And um, uh, she would tear up stuff, so my mom and dad agreed to watch her dog sit, babysit, pretty much. You know, well shit. After about two or three days, I'd get over there to pick her up, and she wouldn't come. And she'd growl at me, and she'd run over there and hide behind my mom and my daddy, and they thought it was funny. She didn't want to go home. Well, I couldn't figure out why the dog didn't want to come home. See, I only fed her dog
0: food. Is it a female dog?
1: Oh well, yeah, it was a. Well, Not, no, he. Uh, yeah, it is a the, little the girl. Yeah, female. she yeah, she's
0: a female. I, I just I just Googled it. <laughs> the, the average weight of a men pin is supposed to be seven point seven to eleven pounds. She's forty two pounds. Yeah, that dog needs some Jenny Craig. She I'm needs a lot I, more than Jenny Craig. I
1: mean, it's pitiful, y'all. It is so sad, but I mean to watch her and look, she's. <laughs> I mean, she can't walk from here to there. and the poor little thing, she's huffing and puffing like she's, she's morbidly obese. She, yes, she is. My daddy goes, don't call her that. She gets her feelings hurt. And I'm like, daddy, that damn dog don't know what we're saying. But y'all, she probably does. I think he loves that dog more than he loves me and the rest of the family.
0: You better hope nothing happens to him because so I won't be stuck with her. Shit!
1: Look, yeah, when he didn't was in, think,
0: didn't think of that, did you?
1: When he was in a damn hospital, he would call. He would make us call, and y'all, we had to FaceTime with the dog so he could see her. And that's all he was worried about was his damn dog. <laughs> and you know, look, I, I tell you, but I tell everybody these days, I feel like I have three children: my mother, my father, and the seventeen-year-old that I have. And y'all, he, the seventeen-year-old is the best one out of the bunch because the two old people are driving me nuts.
0: Well, you, your mama needs to make me some more spaghetti. Oh, With them man. big ginormous meatballs. She,
1: she is an excellent cook. I will give kudos to Raspusha. That's what I call her.
0: Yes, if you go to her <laughs> house, you, you might as well go hungry because she's going to try to feed you something.
1: Oh, she's going to feed you something. And then it's so day gone good that you don't want to stop. So, yeah, she – but, you know, we laugh about her all the time because – she'll she'll make comments about me because i'm not a cook i don't enjoy it i really don't I, I don't see what the big thrill in all this cooking is but she loves it but um she i asked her for some recipes and y'all if you've ever seen everybody loves raymond you ever seen that that old show that I, used to I be on oh dear god marie and frank was the the mother and the father in the show and my mother and father or marie and frank and marie was one of those she cooked she was an excellent cook but you would never out top her and if you somebody commented on something that you cooked and they said it was better than hers she'd get the red ass with you that's just kind of how my mama is and you know me and my one of her neighbors she asked me she said you know i got this recipe from your mama but Mine doesn't have a taste like hers. And I'm like, you know, mine doesn't either. Y'all, that woman leaves out stuff because she don't she's want your shit to. give you to, the secret. No, she's not. She don't want her shit to taste. She don't want yours to taste better. And I, I cooked something <laughs> one day and my daddy and my son said, oh, wow, this was better than hers. And look, she didn't talk to me for two or three days. She was kind of a little bit pissed about it.
0: She got butt hurt.
1: Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's she's something. Her and my daddy are two of two, They go to arguing and bickering, and it's um, it's something.
0: The last time I ate anything you cooked was so many years ago. I think you oh, cooked God. red beans or something. <laughs> you, you put so much fucking salt in it.
1: I know.
0: You know. I think we we just had <laughs> to drink like a gallon of water per bite or something.
1: Look, I said I was I'm getting better. I am a lot better, but I remember one year we um it was Thanksgiving and at the time I was married and um so some of the guys that were all working the road, I, I was cooking and I didn't know in the throwaway pan that you had to take off the plastic <laughs> lid. Well, I put it in the oven and when you, I went You to, didn't
0: cook the plastic
1: I did. I am. Sh- I am. I I can say that I did. And I, when I opened up the door, I said, oh, Y'all, my oven broke. Something fell off from the oven and broke in it. So we took it out, and everybody was trying to figure out what fell off, and it <laughs> winded up being the plastic because it melted all up together. Yes, I did do that. I have done some terrible it's things.
0: Like trying to like, put something in Tupperware and put it in the oven.
1: Well, I did not know any better. Look, I had went up there one day I decided I was gonna make tuna fish, and I had put some um eggs in the pot and put the you know, I got to getting busy and I get sidetracked, and I forget shit. so I come back about two hours later, and oh God. I didn't burnt up the pot, There ain't no water, and the shells even evaporated on the eggs. <laughs> It was that damn bad. So I'm not a cook, y'all. You know, I mean, you know, I can make you a bowl of cereal, but, you know, I mean, no, that, that was not a, a gift I was blessed with.
0: So basically you burnt water. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much.
1: Ruined a <the> whole pot. And
0: <laughs> pretty You burned the water.
1: Yeah. Speaking yeah. of
0: cooking, you've heard me mention Hondo before. Hondo is not a cook. We were talking about, uh, it was around Thanksgiving or something one time, we were talking about fried turkeys, mm. and he thought you fried a turkey in water. Oh my, he's as clueless
1: as I am, huh?
0: No, we all just started, we like, what the fuck, you just say, we started laughing it's like, what? Well, you keep frying a turkey in water, it's called a bald fucking turkey, you gotta fry that shit in green. But he was dead serious, he thought you fried that turkey in water. I remember the first time, he sent a picture to this other guy we worked with, and uh, he was so happy that he said he had cooked some green beans or something. I said, like, that's called reheating. When you bring shit out of a can and put it on stove, <laughs> that's not cooking. That's reheating shit. Well,
1: you know, I don't have time like my mama does. She'll cut up all the seasoning, start with the tomatoes, cook it for like two days, the gravy. I go get some Prego, throw that shit in a pot, and I kind of doctor it up a little bit. My son calls it artificial spaghetti and meatballs.
0: <laughs> you cheating? <laughs>
1: well, he does. We calls it artificial. My mom's like, "How could you do that to that poor baby?" I don't have time to cook that all day long like that. I, I don't. I don't enjoy it. And see, meat. Blech. I can't stand to cook no meat now, girl. She
0: just threw up in her own mouth, gives like, her meat. I just can't, you know. Probably why you're single right now.
1: It probably is. That's what you everybody need more tells meat me. In your life. I probably do. I grieve that, but yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> sh- I remember one time when I was pregnant. Swipe right. <laughs> I-, I smelled. Stop it. I smelled the. I don't know if it was chicken or what it was that time. In. You know, when you're pregnant, you're kind of like a part dog. You can smell <laughs> shit from a mile away. And I never got that smell out of my my nose. And I mean, I still to this day, I will think of it. So I don't like to touch meat. And you know my aversion to animals. You know I love animals. I always just tell everybody, they're like, well, if you like animals so much, then how do you eat meat? I just pretend when I go to the store, it is a product in The store that is being sold, just like a can of food, it's just some meat that was there. I don't pretend it's an, you know, I try not to think it's an animal, I pretend that it's not because I don't eat little bambies, I don't eat deer, I don't eat no kind of rabbit, I don't eat no other kind of weird stuff. I mean, and I mean, I guess you know, cows are cute too, but I
0: I, I eat goat before
1: a goat,
0: yeah, we, we like roasted it on the open. It, it was goat. Yeah, we had a goat. Y'all did
1: it on purpose? Like, I mean...
0: Yeah. Oh. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah, no. goat. I don't want to no eat I've had raccoons.
1: I don't want to eat that. No. No rabbits. Turtle. Okay, and I'm going to tell you a story about a turtle. <laughs> Turtles have seven different kinds of meat. And you want to know how I know this? I went to an artsy-fartsy <laughs> wedding. Okay. And me and my mom were sitting up there. She's country folk like me. And I was like, damn, this is the best soup I have ever eaten. Y'all, we were on bowl number three. And this man said, boy, lady, you sure like this turtle soup. I thought I was going to puke at the (laughs) table. I said, wait, what? what? What is this? He said, turtle. I said, like a little turtle in a shell? He was like, "Well, what other kind of turtle is it?" I was, I was sick and nauseated. It was very good, but I will never eat it again because just the idea of it's a turtle—it's just. I'm a big fan of turtle. I-, I can't do the, and I can't do frog legs. I watched them cook one time, and they jumping all around in the pan. It just to me, no, no, I ain't doing that either.
0: I like duck. I like, I like duck. Duck stinks when it's being cooked. I mean, duck is delicious.
1: Yeah, I ain't eat no ducks either.
0: Bam don't like eating anything on the bone. She don't like chicken on the bone, nothing on the bone.
1: The bones creep you out? Oh, man.
0: Nothing on the bone. Actually, see, I wanted to, I knew somebody was telling some little piglets one time. Well, I was going to buy a little piglet. Well, she loved the idea until she found out that I was going to keep this piglet for about five, five months because I was going to have the little piglet turn into a little bit bigger pig and... I mean, he made me some bacon. And so I was wow. informed by the wife that if I bought this pig, there would be no eating of the pig. Let <laughs> me tell you. This pig would be now our pet, and we don't eat our pets. So needless to say, didn't buy no pig because, I mean, if I get a pig, I, I want to eat the pig. That's what the pig's there for.
1: Well, let me tell you, my uncle is on a farm and he used to have these cows and one of y'all so cute such a cute little calf they called her Mumu, okay well we went over there one day we was all gonna have a cookout or whatever and i was like i mean i fed this damn cow this little calf with a damn bottle so i was like where's moomoo what's happening where's moomoo and they was like what the hell you think we eating today Y'all, I was devastated. <laughs> devastated. I was like, this is not moo-moo. And moo-moo burgers. It was moo-moo, y'all. I couldn't eat it. I just couldn't do it. just could not well, do Well,
0: growing it. up as a child, that's what we, we did. I mean, we had land and stuff, and we would go out. and my Well, I didn't say we. I was a kid. My, my mom and dad would go out, and they'd buy about two or three baby calves where we actually would hmm. bottle feed them until they got bigger. And we did name them, but they had names like hamburger, you know, steak and, or, you know, rump roast. Because once these cows got bigger, we knew where they were going. They were mm. going to the slaughterhouse. They were getting killed and the freezer was getting filled with, with meat. Mm-mm. But yeah. that that's what we did. The pigs, I mean, chickens, you know, we had laying chickens or I said. I taught my stepson, I had some chickens. I taught him to go. He was five years old. Showed him how to, you know, we strung a rooster up and, you know, slit its neck, bled him oh, up. Uh, uh.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, you, you saying that, you ever watch 90 Day Fiance?
0: We've tried. We've tried. I think Oh, that the
1: damn, y'all. Y'all got to watch I <laughs> them. People the, are crazy. Just a stu- <laughs>
0: I, I, we've tried. I mean, I think Robert and April talked about it. We've tried. No, that was married at first sight, they were talking about We've tried watching that. Let me tell you, I I just can't. I just can't do it.
1: It is hysterical. They had the one guy. Oh damn was it? Brazil or it was some. Look, when he went to go be with this girl, she said, we're going to get a chicken and we're going to bring it over for dinner. This poor guy thought he was walking up into a store to get a chicken. They show up and there's all these chickens running around and he's looking. He's like what are we doing here and she's like pick which one you want for dinner he was like this is a live chicken what, are we, what and she was like the woman in the woman standing up there she's like this we don't have no stores over here because y'all it was a third world country here and um so she's like i like that one y'all the poor little guy is just sitting here looking like i can't believe it, And y'all the woman just picks it up and slits the chicken's throat and this poor guy starts peeing again. <laughs> and he's sitting up there and he's like, Oh my God, I've never seen anything like this in my life. But y'all, we don't realize the, the amenities we have until you see stuff like that. But oh my God, you have got to watch that show. It is really ridiculously funny. I've
0: had fish head soup before. I know. Like it freaked me out. I wouldn't expect it and I was at this uh I was living out of state, uh, living, you know, across the country at the time working. I was very young. And uh the people I was staying with, they were some uh, they're from some they were island people and we were eating and I wouldn't fix me a I wouldn't expect it. we got some soup, so I'm like, okay, you know. Figured it was just soup. Well, I stuck the ladle in there and pulled it up and <laughs> old fish had come out of it.
1: Oh, uh uh.
0: With the eyeball looking at me, okay.
1: Oh Lord <laughs> Jesus. No.
0: Now, I'll try just about anything. I, I I didn't take the fish head itself. I tried the soup, which I'm not. I, I'm not a soup person as it is. I, I, bam loves soup. I'm like I, I just I can leave it. I'm just not a soup person. I don't like feeling like I'm supposed to be drinking my supper. I'm gonna do that, I might as well just get slim fast or something and lose some weight while I'm doing it. But truly. But no, it, it, it had a fish head in it.
1: Oh my god. I'd have passed out. Well, I, I can tell you actually a little story that's true. I'm telling y'all all kind of weird, crazy, stupid stuff always seems to happen to me. Uh, when my son was he was probably about in I'd say about three, maybe four, and the little daycare that he went to. It was a little pre K school. They had a little girl, and they were foreign, and the mama could speak real, real choppy English, and I felt so sorry for her because none of the other mothers really kind of talked to her. They kind of just ignored her or whatever. So I got to talking to this lady. She invites me over for dinner, and it was like being in an Indiana Jones movie. I nearly died. She was
0: like... Dead snakes? She
1: was cooking soup. When you said soup. And when I went over there, when she stirring it, the meat was red, red. And I said, "What? what is that? It's horse. And I said, horse? Like, how do you get like horse giddy, meat up, giddy up, giddy up she bought it at one of them stores because she's a foreigner and she they got this giddy up that's what and I was like a horse oh my god so I was like oh I didn't want to hurt her feelings but I was like I'm sorry I can't eat that y'all the only thing that me and my child ate there that night was fruit because I could identify it that's the only thing I ate because she said well it's a good thing I didn't bring out the delicacy or this thing that they have from her country. She told me she was from Atlanta. She was from Georgia. I thought she meant Atlanta, Georgia. I didn't know she meant the third world country, Georgia. I didn't know that. Okay. So she kept telling me all these stories about Georgia and how bad it was. I'm like, damn, Atlanta is that bad? I didn't know. But I mean, I did not know now. this. Well, yeah, it is now. But um, yeah, y'all. And she Thank God she didn't bring it. So please don't take it out the, that thing." But she they out of a calf's head, you eat the brains of the calf. Y'all, I would have literally passed out. That is like something in an Indiana Jones movie. And the poor God. thing, she thought she was doing really good because in her country, that is delicacies. And I mean, she was telling me all kind of stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. And when she started realizing, she's like, because I'm telling you, I'm from Georgia. And, and when I was like, Atlanta? And she was like, no. The-. So she starts telling me it's over there kind of by Russia. And y'all, they have no indoor plumbing. I mean, it's just crazy. And they eat just whatever they could get their hands on. I mean, I'm like, oh my God, I would have literally died.
0: They were having My Little Pony for supper.
1: That's what it was. I didn't eat any of it because I was like, oh my God. And then I felt bad because I was like, I'm gonna I don't to-
0: think I'd have tried that either. I don't think I'd have. Well, one. at the I time, I would be starving to death.
1: Yeah. Well, at the time, I was smoking. I was so nervous from all of that. I was like, look, I, I got to walk outside and smoke. Okay. And we walked outside and I said, you want one? I didn't, you know, I mean, I was just being nice, being offered. Um, In my country, we are not allowed to do such things. I said, well, girl, you in America, you could do what you want to do here. I felt bad because after I noticed, like when we went back in the house, she spoke when only was spoken to. Like she would put her head down and I'm thinking, Lord have mercy, she get around me, I'm going to get this poor woman killed because I keep encouraging her to step out of her shell. And evidently, that's not what they do over there. You are very, you know. The
0: women found they were subservient
1: yes she was poor darling and i mean i kept saying girl don't be taking that you got to step out i was like you could smoke you could do you know i mean she because she was like i like your lipstick because you know some days i decide i want to put on a little poppy red or something splashy. she's like we don't we can't wear that i'm like you can't wear lipstick jesus where you come from like once again like i said i did not quite understand the concept of georgia i mean bad in geometry. Not geometry. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Shut up, CNN. What was I trying to say?
0: Geography. That's what I was trying to say,
1: y'all. Damn. That's a whole different subject. I know. I'm goofy, y'all. What can I say? That's like my aunt one time she called, and she was upset. And she said, oh, dear God, it's geriatric. And I said, what? It's geriatric. We could all get it. I said, you mean generic, right? (laughs) Or genetic. Genetic. I done said the wrong shit myself. <laughs> Y'all should not let me
0: drink. She's had one how many ounces.
1: I this? that's a big she damn thing drink you gave me.
0: It's a twenty three ounce smearing off ice and it's I don't think she's drank three ounces of it. I tell you I can't
1: I can't drink I can't home a liquor. I can't hold my liquor there at Ain't all. no
0: liquor in there, barely.
1: Well, I told you I'm a lightweight
0: geriatrics and she genetics did.
1: well yeah cause that's what she said poor thing when my uncle was in college he come home he said I made a 4 she said you stupid bastard what happened to the other 96% <laughs> <laughs> y'all I'm telling you, you you see why I'm goofy if you meet the whole family then you'd really understand it's the truth
0: I'll stay away from that family reunion I I don't think my family anything my family well my mom and dad are deceased but I don't think anybody the rest of my family on either side really like me much but oh shit so I don't have to worry about family reunions uh like I said I'm since I used to be believe it or not I used to keep my opinions to myself a lot after my mom died I I I'm like fuck this shit I think she just kept me in check is what happened but uh yeah I don't like mm-hmm. i'm a, I'm a grown ass man almost fifty years old so i think sometimes your relatives age well no I think sometimes your relatives your aunts and uncles they don't realize that you're a grown ass person with your own grandkids and they want to, like try to tell you what to do or whatever not really- they're still thinking you're a kid themselves and and I could go into a whole podcast on family issues uh I'm not going to do that because this is not that type I'm not going to get off on that rant because we don't have enough time for that shit trust me and I'm going to say it I mean if my family listen to it and gets more pissed off it, it don't matter but I don't believe any of them listen to me anyway so
1: well like in the Lion King every family's got one I got a bunch of them in mine too moon fosses yeah Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like I said. That one of the things where pull people over, or arrest them. It's like I'm gonna call my lawyer. I was like, okay. It was like I'm supposed to be like Lion King when they say Mumfasa. I'm supposed to be scared or something. Call your lawyer. I don't care. I know a couple of them myself. You need their number. I mean, if I told them, hey, I told one one time, I was like, bring your lawyer to court to fight a traffic ticket. That's probably gonna be at least two hundred fifty, five hundred dollars for that yes, lawyer indeed. to show up to fight a hundred and seventy five dollar traffic ticket. Even if you do beat me, I still win. You done took two days off of work. So you lost that money and you had to spend the money on the lawyer, which the ticket would have been cheaper. And if you'd have talked yeah. and if you'd have talked to take the time and just ask the ADA working, it's a good chance they would uh Reduce it, reduce it to something, or, or at least give you an eight ninety four or something like that to keep it off your driving record. So go ahead. I mean, it's like so I went there. I get paid to go to court. I don't mind. Take me to court. I get fucking paid for it. I don't care. I've been on the stand many times. It's not intimidating to me. No, so threaten me with your lawyer all you want. So it don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know why people seem to. Oh, I'm gonna call my lawyer. Like, okay, we'll call him up. Like, I'm looking at you. You driving a 1996? You know, uh, you know, Hugo. With with nothing's legal on it. You have no insurance stuff. But no, you have a fucking lawyer on standby on your speed dial. Uh, okay, yeah, I got you on that. Okay, go ahead, call him up. Because you had, you got no fucking lawyer.
1: People don't have any common sense. They really don't. <coughs> yes, I did just cough and know it ain't the corona.
0: <laughs> but we're going to have to disinfect the whole fucking studio now. Uh, she, just, you know. she just did it. All right. Well, I think we've been ranting about all kinds of stuff. So I'm not going to go right? on a rant. Uh, <coughs> um, um, She's dying over here.
1: I am, y'all.
0: Somebody call the CDC.
1: They would definitely say it was the corona.
0: No, nope, no, nope. we're going to call 911 real quick to help her because mm. she's dying. Call 911.
1: <laughs> I am choking, y'all. The number you have reached
0: 911 has been changed to a non published number. No further information is available about 911. All right. Safety tip <laughs> I didn't think about one. Did see a guy riding a cross rocket with shorts on and a (laughs) muscle shirt blowing up his back. That's not safe. Hey, when you crash, it's going to fucking hurt, dude. Well, crazy cat lady, we're going to, has obviously got a fucking fur ball. So, (laughs) looks like she's dying. I'm going to have to get her some fucking catnip or something.
1: Y'all, remember to be kind to your animals and get your animals spayed and neutered. (laughs)
0: Lord, fucking, I feel like. The price is right over here or something.
1: Hey, I have a love for animals.
0: <laughs> She's dying. She got a fur ball. I'm
1: over here choking for real. And look, he's over here laughing at <laughs> me, and
0: I'm choking to death. Do you need me to do the Hamlet on Jesus you? Jesus, Lord. You didn't need to eat nothing. So I, don't I know.
1: I don't me. know. I'm choking on my own spit.
0: <laughs> drink some drink. I
1: don't
0: know. For real. Uh, check us out on Twitter <laughs> at Motor C uh, Parlor, Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast, Facebook, Motor Cop Chronicles Email us motocop at gmail dot com. on an email from somebody. <laughs> Anybody. Uh Freebird emailed me saying here's the email. That don't count, Freebird. You don't count. As an emailer. Uh if Oh, if you wanna I'm gonna get Bam to post it, check us out on uh Twitter or Parlor. I posted a, a video of uh <coughs> as she's dying. Of a very large alligator, I came across of uh, yesterday while we were working. Got a video up on there. We'll put it on Facebook. If you want to go look at it? Sucker was about twelve, thirteen feet long. It's just a ginormous alligator. Welcome, Louisiana people. <laughs> that's what you come across when sometimes in these areas when you work. That's not in the city. Uh,
1: My grandpa had one as a pet.
0: figures, and I guess you got the fur ball out. I know, not really. I'm still no, she's, choking. She's dying over there. <laughs> I never had anybody die in my studio. Let's try to keep it that way. If you're a motor cop, future motor cop, retired motor cop, and you're able to uh, give us a call, email, shout out. Won't be a guest. Like I said, we're anonymous, not trying to get nobody in no trouble. Uh, first responders, firemen, EMTs, correction officers. Wanna come on the show, tell us some stories? Happy to have you. Like I said, we can do phone in guest. Uh, and always remember that the Iceman could always be behind you.
1: I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.